Welcome in to the Big Show! My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm that cute and lovable furry feline that hasn't been around since January 17th, coming off Bubba what might be the longest birthday hangover in history. All right. <laughs> Seriously, the 17th was my last show. That was my birthday. That was my last, apparently, my last public appearance. Is that actually true? Has it been a solid yep. 14 days? Longest, well, birth, I mean, longest birthday hangover ever. I am not monitoring all of your public appearances, but yes. You're only allowed a week for your birthday. I'm only allowed day. one. No, if I remember, Karkin, you were a big advocate of the birthday month celebration, if I oh, recall. I did say that, yeah. 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 I remember Keep going that. Then, man. Keep going that, <laughs> We got, oh, I don't, got two more don't weeks. Don't forget don't forget, DJ is older now, so everything takes a little bit longer. Everything takes a little bit longer, uh, including dragging myself into the bathroom at 2 o'clock in the morning because I have to pee and I can't hold it anymore. All right, that's what happens when you turn 76. All right, you have to wake up three or four times during the night to go pee. Uh, good evening, everybody. What just happened to my screen? What just happened? Baba! Are you being hacked? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Hold on, let me hit this button. Boom, boom, and then boom, boom. Is it back? No, that's not right. I mean, that's close enough. Whatever. See, so many buttons, I don't remember. Here, let me just, you know what I do know how to do? I remember how to read the names in the Talking Trek server sound off. We'll begin today with Louis P on server 20, Spectre on server 11, what's up, Zandies on server 12, Hunter on 28, Apex on 24, Aquila Hawk on server 21, Raj on Captain, uh, Raj, Captain Forb one on server 9, Dr. Juby on server 61, Star Fox on 146, Kana Dejal on um, server 187, thank you, Jux also on 187, Bad Boy on 13, Guru on 42, Dabrick on 21, Scalyback on 193, Metamized on 24, Delmeyer on 21, Roadrunner on 159, Doug on 38, RD on 24, Wandering, wa Wandering, Wandering Oba, Obacon, am I saying that right? Uh, server 41, what's up? Appreciate it. Uh, Jace on 44, Chief Bill on 53, Noon Whistle on 29, the list goes on and on and on, Bubba Joe. Good afternoon, welcome into the show, appreciate you guys all being here. What's up? My name is Ultimate DJs, this is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Uh, it's been a hot minute. Since I uh, have been with you guys, I do appreciate everybody's patience uh, and understanding while I uh, just recovered from crazy birthday shenanigans. Bubba Joe joins us on the stage today. Bubba Joe, how are you doing, my friend? Welcome in to the show. How is you, man? What are you doing, Bubba Joe? What 
you doing, Bubba Joe? Hey, DJ. How you doing, man? Doing okay. How about yourself? I am doing all right. So, guys, I'll... Uh, Hey, Jonathan I, Ingram, I still I've have 11 minutes. Public, so I still have 11 minutes on the shield, actually, so Diener, Diener. All right, I've actually been in public, so I don't have to explain. You know, people have seen me around. Yeah, not me. I have been, uh, I've been like hunkered down. Uh, I, I will say thank you. I don't want to, I don't want to spend like a tremendous amount of time on this, uh, or we can. Uh, Jonathan says, I already saw your bubble is up. Yeah, it's only got nine minutes and 58 seconds left. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and boost that up just a little bit. Uh, Bubba Joe, obviously, some things haven't changed. Twitch is going to make us take a commercial break in the next 60 seconds for some reason. Uh, so we're going to do that here in a second. I've got stupid news for you, and uh, and I'll give you a little bit of an update as to what's been going on. Uh, just a super teeny tiny little bit. Yes, Net, I still don't have my Verizon dollars. They told me that would be a week. They still haven't done that for me. Uh, so we're gonna, I'm going to have to spend time on that. But uh, no, I was actually talking to a couple of people earlier today just about life and work and, and what's been going on. Hopefully, this schedule will be very, will be very short-lived, Bubba Joe. Um, I don't even really know what to say about it. I, I guess I'm just hoping that in just a couple more weeks, I get my Wednesdays back. I actually am with you early today. Because um, Oliver was sick yesterday. So I'm not sure if he played hooky today, Bubba Joe, because he seems fine. Okay. Like this morning, he was feeling a little bit rough. And, uh, and so I took the day off work. And then magically, he's fine. Magically. Magically, it may or may not. The five minute flu. He's feeling fine now. So I asked him because we have played hooky before. I asked him, I said, are we playing hooky today? And he gets that little cute little boy grin on his face. No, it wasn't feeling good. I'm like, are you playing hooky? No. All right, Oliver. Uh, <laughs> no, he's not playing hook. So I'm pretty sure. No, I, I do think he was feeling pretty rough last night, but he's certainly feeling better today. And that gave me an opportunity, Bubba Joe, to be off with the little one today. I also took a nap myself, uh, which felt great. Bubba Joe was like, hey, you're off. You want to do a show today? I'm like, yes, I do. But I'm going to take this nap first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do want to do a show, but I'm going to take this nap first. So uh did that. And you, want, you, you want to do a show today? Sure. What time? No response. <laughs> <laughs> I fell asleep, Bubba. Uh, but I, I did eventually. <laughs> I did eventually respond. Guru says, so is this sick time or vacation? I had to use I had to use sick time today, Guru. Good question. But yes, I had to use a day of my of my sick leave. All right. That's right. Uh, so I, I did that. But uh, no, anyway, so long story short, that's why I'm able to be with you today because I happen to have my Wednesday to myself today or not. I mean, to myself, but I'm off work, which is crazy um, because I haven't been off for a Wednesday in over a month. Uh, what? Back in December, right? Bubba Joe uh, is when this new kind of crazy thing started. And so I really appreciate everybody. We've only got a few weeks to go of this crazy schedule. I'm going to try to do a little bit. A little bit more. Listen, I, I have acknowledged, after talking to Bubba Joe, I have acknowledged fully that doing four shows a week right now with this schedule 
it's too ambitious. It is too difficult for me to try to work towards that. It's just not going to work, Bubba Joe. If I say, hey, listen, maybe we can try for one or two shows this week, then I feel like we might have better chances of success by doing that. As a matter of fact, I thought about doing a Twitch last night, and I even said to Bubba, I said, you know what? If I do that, I risk being worn out tomorrow. I said, I'm not going to do Twitch on Tuesday night because I want to be rested, refreshed. I want to be good to actually do a pod on Wednesday. Like I wanted to be rested up and I wanted to focus and I wanted to do it. So I, I intentionally, even though I probably could have last night, I did not last night, Bubba Joe, because I wanted to be prepared for today. So uh, just bear with me over the next couple of weeks. Four shows a week is probably just not going to happen, guys. But uh, we will get on uh, as we can, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to just to equally split up the time between the podcast and Twitch as, as we can. Uh, Voltron says, you're going to be fresh for a new battle pass next week. I don't know because uh, my schedule is going to continue to be chaotic. However, there is a new battle pass coming next week. I've got a hint for you later on. Uh, Jonathan Ingram says, listen, don't worry about it. In the time that you will be off, I'm starting my own streaming channel that is just me raiding your base. <laughs> so, Bubba Joe, right before I take this final break uh, or this first break, let me just tell you, Jonathan Ingram got me this past week. Was it this past week, Jonathan, or maybe last week? Raj, I am putting together my list, okay? I know I'm behind on prize closets. As a matter of fact, I signed on to do all the battle passes, and I did those with higher priority because I knew the battle pass was getting ready to end. But, yeah, the, the prize closets, I'm still behind on. I'm still working on them. But, uh, Bubba, my schedule has been so crazy. As a matter of fact, I'm not even able to do my daily claims in the morning anymore. I'm doing my daily claims at night, which is weird. I'm doing them at, like, 8 or 9 o'clock at night because that's about the, is time, the time that I get home. So, Bubba, usually my alliance is very good about sending me messages and things like that uh, if I'm getting raided or if I've been cracked or, or this or that. And um, I think they've just given up on me. Okay, Bubba? Uh, because Jonathan Ingram and his team this past Friday got me for 10 trillion resources. <laughs> <laughs> 10 trillion resources. Yes. And uh, you want to know why this happened? <laughs> 10 trillion. I don't need it a second time. Thank you. 10 trillion resources they got me for this past week. It was crazy. And, um, <laughs> yes. and do you know why this happens, DJ? Uh, you've got 10 seconds to tell me. All right, because we're going to you think Time's hazards up. are good. <laughs> we're going to take our first break cuz we have to do that. In the meantime, for those of you sticking around, we will get into our stupid news and I'll let Bubba Joe talk more about why he needs to sit down and be wrong. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is your stupid news. Stupid news. <laughs> I don't think hazards are great. No. No. Hazards are still wonderful. No. Clearly, you haven't lost enough resources. <laughs> Wait, is that is that what he did? Is that why he's been targeting me? Okay. Every that time you say hazards are great, he comes and cracks my base. 
10 yep. trillion resources. That might be the biggest loss. That might be the biggest loss that I've ever experienced, Bubba Joe. 10 trillion. <laughs> 10 trillion resources. All right, let's see what we got in our news here this week, Bubba Joe. Um, at least at least you didn't give it up in your uh, incursions. No, I didn't do it during incursions. That would have upset some people. I know, that would have upset people. But no, it wasn't. It was to, it was to my own server mates. A recent cross-country United Airlines flight was diverted because the Boeing jet, Bubba Joe, had a cracked windshield. Do you hear about this? Like, this is a scary situation. I would not have wanted to have been on that flight. Uh, a scary situation is United Airlines flight had a cracked windshield, but still apparently safer than being on a Spirit Airlines with a pilot smoking crack. Okay, so there's that. <laughs> 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 Wait, Juby says that's old. Really? I got it like yesterday or today. I don't know. Uh, yeah, doors, doors flying off. No, listen, I think the story you're talking about is the door flying off, right? And then the wings that didn't have the bolts in it. Yeah, now cracked windshields. Boeing airplanes fall apart so quickly. It's hard to believe they're not made in China. <laughs> that's terrible. Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom has soared past a $400 million milestone at the global box office, which is kind of crazy, Bubba Joe. Uh, stunning, because much like Amber Heard, critics claimed the movie was really going to poop the bed. <laughs> Chrissy Teigen is in the news. Inadvertently revealed during an interview that, she had, that she's had three boob jobs. Chrissy Teigen has had three boob jobs. Uh, she revealed this accidentally on an episode of Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen on the Bravo Network, which is incredible because much less three boob jobs. I didn't actually ever realize that she even had the first job. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm surprised anyone actually knew about this news since it was announced on Bravo. <laughs> I know, right? Who watches Bravo? Uh, 500 University of Georgia students were shocked when they returned to campus uh, earlier this month for the spring semester, Bubba Joe, and found bats had taken over their dormitory, which is unusual for them. They didn't know how to react because normally the dorm rooms are just infested with crabs. They know how to, they know how to deal with that one. Bats is a whole new one, all right? It's a whole new one. Actor Jamie Dornan revealed that he and his wife hid in the countryside. First of all, Bubba, do you know who Jamie Dornan is? I don't even know how nope. I, I stumbled on this story. All right, so Jamie Dornan is the guy who played Christian Grey in Fifty Shades of Grey. All right. He played opposite uh, What's-Her-Face, who's getting ready to come out in the new Madam Web movie later this month. I can't remember her name right off. Uh, Dakota, Dakota, Dakota Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, she's coming out as as Madam, Madam uh, the... I don't. I watched the trailer for that. It doesn't even look like a Spider-Man movie or a Spider-Woman movie. It looks. Is it even Marvel? It might not even be Marvel. Is it? I think it is. I don't know. It I'm very is Marvel. I'm very it's confused. Just not part of the MCU. Yeah, I'm very very confused about about what this new movie is going to be. Anyway, Jamie Dornan uh, revealed that he and his wife actually went into hiding uh, after Fifty Shades of Grey was released to escape the public criticism of his role in that film. Uh, as a matter of fact, oh, it's Sony, not MCU. Okay, there you go. Uh, as a matter of fact, he was uh, he was taking the reviews really hard. He's really, 
beating himself up about it. Ah, the hag has got it. Thank you. All right. <laughs> hey, come on. Come on, only if you, that was funny if you knew about the movie. All right, uh, let's see. What else do we have? Uh, that might be about it. Okay, I've actually got one more. Wait, what is this? <laughs> All right, uh, Bubba Joe, get ready. Get ready for your news, because I apparently didn't write it down, so whatever I sent to you is, is all I've got. Uh, screenwriter of Jennifer's Body revealed that she'd like to write a sequel. What is this? Why, why is this in my news? What is Jennifer's Body? Is this a thing about J-Lo? Is there a movie or something? I don't even... It's a horror. Jennifer's Body is the one that was with... Um... Uh, oh, she was in Transformers. Megan Fox. Fox? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Megan Fox. Yeah, see, yeah. The, so the screenwriter says that... Uh, a demon or something. They'd like to write a new sequel, which is great, I hear, because the U.S. government needs something new to screen at Guantanamo Bay. So there's that. Right? This is the one where Megan Fox is a, is a demon. Listen, you can't act like the first one was good. And because Megan Fox isn't uh, Megan Fox is in it, you uh, you've got extra emphasis on can't act like it was good. A small blue penguin is in the news, waddled onto the runway at Wellington National Airport in New Zealand this past week, causing flight delays before it was actually rescued. Bubba Joe, this penguin caused so many delays over there in New Zealand. You would think it works for JetBlue. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Bubba Joe! Yes. All this time off and the jokes are worse, the haggis. It's because I wasn't working. I got to get back into it. I'm a little bit, a little bit rusty. Bubba Joe, what do you got for us in the world of sports? <laughs> Uh-oh. Bubba! Bubba! We lost our Bubba! Hey. Oh, there you are. Thought you weren't going to be able to deliver the news. I I had to uh, I had to get into uh, uh, I'm I'm at home. Now. Oh, you had you literally transitioned into the into the home studio during the news. It's impressive. Yes. All right. Well, what do you well, got for you us? Know. Let's see here. Should I read that message? No, I probably shouldn't read that. <laughs> NBA oh, Commissioner Adam Silver has reached a deal on a contract extension that will keep him in the role through the end of the decade. The long being contract. in the NBA, this also means he'll likely marry and divorce a Kardashian. <laughs> that's true. True statement. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's your stupid news. Yeah! Bubba, you normally take longer than that. There's still like 23 seconds left in this bed. Sorry. I don't, I don't like the idea of cutting it off. That's fair. Hey, predictions in like 11 more days. Niners or Chiefs? Uh, I, think, uh, I think Taylor Swift will win. Taylor Swift's already won. All right, Taylor Swift won the entire year. Uh, and so has uh, so has Travis Kelsey. You know, like they're already winners. Didn't she get the MVP? 
Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, um, okay, real quick. Just real quick. We'll just throw it up real fast. Niners or Chiefs? Who's going to win? I think it's going to be the I think it's going to be the Chiefs, actually. I think. I don't think the NFL will allow it to be anybody else. Yes, I am one of those, Bubba Joe. I believe that they can't possibly risk Taylor Swift writing an entire album about how sad she is about the NFL. So uh, Mahomes and the Chiefs will be victorious, uh, given the fact their 12th woman is going to ensure and seal the victory. All right, that's what's going to happen. That's right. And then Taylor Swift's going to get the halftime show next year. All right, see? I was going to say, yeah, is she doing the halftime show? Not this uh, year. She is not, and she has rejected it multiple times. I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Well, now she practically owns the NFL, so she'll like, yeah, I might think about doing it now. All right. <laughs> That's right. Hellbot says, have you seen the report that that it's estimated? It's estimated that Taylor Swift has made the NFL over 300 million extra dollars this uh, this NFL season. Bubba Joe, do you believe that? Because I believe it. Three hundred million dollars that she has made for the NFL this year. I'm just saying. Yeah, probably. I believe that. I believe it's true. All right. Uh, Hunter says probably a lot more. Uh, appreciate you guys. Welcome in. Uh, as mentioned before, uh, during the, the fluffer time, it's been a little bit uh, of a challenge to get on the air here lately. Work has been has been crazy. We've got that hopefully getting ready to wrap up here soon, Bubba Joe. I am curious, though. Truthfully, there is the possibility that exists that I go back to my original schedule where I'm off on Wednesdays, come out here and hang out with you guys. But there's also the possibility that I don't go back to my original schedule, um, but my my schedule gets leaner, meaning I go to a Monday. I got to be honest with you, Bubba Joe. I'm I'm not upset at the concept of 8 to 4.30 Monday through Friday with weekends off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not necessarily upset with that idea that's just going to be a little bit challenging for the Wednesday show but even then it it would still probably be better than it is now because what's happening now is I am working Tuesday Thursday Friday and every other Saturday from 9 until 7 p.m. I'm sorry from 8 until 7 p.m. and that's why I've just been so freaking tired man I haven't been able to come out and do shows because good god you know, I clocked like 70 hours at work last week. That's crazy. So uh, I'm still waiting to see what my new schedule is going to entail. And I think the only day it's really going to affect Bubba Joe is Wednesday. So um, we'll have to see how that plays out. But I was just kind of curious what you guys were thinking, too. Like, I do. I, I had today off just through accident. But, man, I really. Uh, it's nice having my Wednesday off in the middle of the week. I. I uh, I like having my Wednesday off in the middle of the week. I'd forgotten how much I liked that. Do I get overtime? <laughs> Bubba Joe, what a silly question. Do you live in America, AJ? Do you get overtime? <laughs> no. I get overtime. What, do you really? Absolutely. Are you serious? Yes. I thought you worked for the government. Nobody got overtime who worked for the government. Uh, it's actually a violation to... Uh, to not charge the hours that you work. Hmm. Got any openings over there? I hear you're driving no. your boss crazy. Uh, <laughs> Can I apply to be no, your boss? I'm not driving my boss crazy. Can I apply to be your boss? All right. Uh, no. <laughs> Please. Can I? Can nope. I come into your job place and say you, you have are wrong? Just well, sit that's down quiet. and be wrong. You are wrong. <laughs> that's what I want to play. I want to come in. I want to tell Bubba Joe to legitimately sit down. 
because he's wrong. All right, uh, Bubba Joe, let's get into some content. Um, yeah, I know, hourly versus salaried. I'm in the minority? Good. Okay, I'm glad to know that not everybody's getting thoroughly beaten down as, uh, like, as I am. Uh, <laughs> job place. That's right. Anyway, Bubba Joe, welcome. Uh, appreciate you being here. I understand that you've been, uh, you've been holding off the angry hordes of masses that have been demanding for, uh, for us to make content. I appreciate you, uh, braving the weather out there, man. But, um, in, in all I, seriousness, I've just been telling them to sit down. It's okay. <laughs> they and everything. They said, we want DJs. We want DJs. <laughs> there, there was actual rioting in the streets. Uh, let me tell you, though, what came along with that, Bubba Joe, is a glaring admission. And I'm sure it's not going to surprise anybody. Uh, I haven't been able to play as much either. I've been trying to do my You're dailies at night. actually dating Taylor Swift. I am dating Taylor Swift, ladies and gentlemen. It's a real story. Come on. You could have let me live in it for just a second. Okay? Thank you. Um, that being said, I have not played that much. Okay. I've not played that much. Um, as a matter of fact, Bubba Joe, guess what I missed out on for the first time, for the first time in the history of it starting, I missed a treasury. I didn't even mean to Bubba Joe. I didn't mean to miss the treasury. I was actually going to buy this one and I missed it. I did not even finish the treasury, so I couldn't buy it because I didn't even do my dailies that many times. Isn't that crazy? Like, I played so little. I missed events. I missed the battle pass. I missed uh, missed all kinds. I just didn't have time, didn't have the energy to play. Therefore, I'm going to be relying on you guys to kind of give me some of the sentiment. As a matter of fact, Bubba Joe, you and I worked earlier and kind of just made a couple of talking points. Like, what were some of the things that did happen this week? We would normally have talked about some of this stuff as we've gone along, but now, gosh, we're going to have to talk about all of it at once. So here's, here's what I've got on my list. Let me just go down the list. You guys can shout out what's important, what was cool, what was not. And, and we can talk, like, for example, the double treasury. We see the double treasury right now. All right, now, here's the thing. I see a lot of people fussing about this second treasury. The only thing that I can complain about, I think, with it, Bubba Joe, is that it doesn't have officer shards in it, okay? That's, that's one thing I think everybody could agree on. However, I think it's really dangerous to, to shout at the particular contents of this treasury. Guys, this is a ship parts treasury. There are some people out there who love ship parts, this guy being one of them. All right, I can't get four-star ship parts anymore, so... This is actually a great treasury for me. I'm more likely to probably do this one than I am, you know, than the other one. You know what I'm saying? Ship parts was great. Jules Verne saying the same thing. I got this treasury, skipped the last one. I didn't do uh, the first one. I probably would have, all right, but I, I, I missed it, all right? And, and it looks like I'm, well... Let me see. We still got four days on this one. I actually might miss this, or I might get this one because I've got 400 points already. So I might actually make this one. But I've only got 36 hours left on this one. Oh, you already hit it, so you got 36 hours left to buy. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Yeah, yep. see, I haven't hit my points yet. I'm only at 400 points, so mine's still showing four days. Um, so Bad Boy says, I wish I knew about Good this one sooner. Good thing there's a military supremacy that you can just do it all. 
Well, I was going to talk about that. Military supremacy has finally made its return. By the way, Bubba Joe, for allegedly players all the way up through G6, which is mind-blowing to me, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Really? Yes. There are G6 players out there who get it. Now, you can't come out and say, Haggis, if you get it. This has always been an elusive event. All right? No, it's not capped out, Tarpitude. It's not capped out at 38 anymore. Dehagas says, I've gone 3.5 years out. That's right. It used to be capped at 38. There are now G4, G5, and G6 players who are receiving military supremacy. Okay? And um, the, the weird thing is, we are no closer, no closer to solving that targeting formula than we were four years ago. Okay? <laughs> like, it's absolutely crazy. We don't know! All right, so uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, to be honest with you, that event has never, that event has never offended me. I kind of wish that I had it. I haven't had that pat or that event in literally four years. I just haven't. You know, so I don't know why some people are getting it. Other people don't. Okay, I know it has something to do with ships, but we've never really nailed it down. We've never really nailed down what the targeting is on that. All right, so you get your double treasury. You got your military supremacy. You know what, Bubba? There was this, which I thought that I was kind of pretty cool with based on currency conversion. There was the midweek spend event, the material spend event in week two, where you were basically exchanging materials for uh, tear-up catalyst. I think what frustrated a lot of people was that that goalpost moved every day. All right? I wasn't upset that the event came out. Like, for me especially when I look at Trip Tucker this month, I would have said, hey, listen, I'm more willing to spend materials on tear-up catalysts than I was on Carl. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, that, that was me. However, every single day, the milestones increased, and there was a lot of tear-up catalysts in the, in the meta. So, like, if you started, you wanted to finish it, Bubba Joe, but then the points kept going up higher and higher and higher. So I wasn't super pleased with that. Hunter said that it was fun. Uh, crazy enough, Hunter, I missed it. I didn't get, uh, I didn't finish the meta, but I still felt like it was worth it. I did uh, three out of the five days, and I still got over 5,000 tear-up catalysts. So I was cool with that. There, there was that, and, and a lot of people were fussing about that because they said maybe it wasn't worth the materials, and I, I argued, actually, because we were on the air during week two, Bubba Joe, that I said, listen, that was very much a personal choice. That was a currency converter. Do you find value in tear-up catalyst? I, for one, do. That was worth it to me, especially when comparing it to Tucker. All right? So Hunter says it was for me. There you go. And, and I, I kind of agree with that. So I skipped. Uh, now, I did end up getting Trip Tucker unlocked. I haven't flown him the first time. To be honest with you, I haven't flown him out the first time. It's just not, not there. So that's another thing we can talk about was the, the week two midweek spending event. Was that fatiguing or was that welcome? I see just a second ago somebody is down talking about the treasury and what they say, well, it's good to have choices. Like I wish I had known about the second treasury because I probably would have done that one instead of the first one. This is good to have these different types of treasuries available well i think the same thing for spend events i think that's awesome 
Okay, that's right, oh. Tarpitude. There's there's choice available in your spend, so I kind of like that. Uh, Bubba John, I'm going to see commentary on all this stuff. I just want to go down the list, and then we'll pick out what we want to talk about. Um, we could talk about sourcing. I know you and I spent a lot of time on Trip Tucker sourcing last time with the SMS and then the gotcha and the, and the auction, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, modifications to the wave defense battle pass. Is that better or worse? Um, event diversity in design. I felt like the events this month were fine. I feel like where we really fell short was in the rewards. I am I wrong on that, Bubba Joe? I felt like the rewards felt lackluster this month, but I didn't mind the events that we were having to do. I felt like thematically they were tied in. There was a good story. I just felt like the rewards weren't there. Am I wrong on that? I'd like, um, to, I'd like to talk a little bit about that. I just felt like right. even the solo leaderboards, I didn't feel like the rewards were really, were really there. You know, it just it felt weak. Uh, with, with rewards. Um, the Zindi hostels and the design response, which happened in week one, I think that is positive. But is the Zindi loop worth spending time on? All right. And I, and I think what I'm finding and what I'm feeling, even for myself, for a lot of G6, maybe a lot of other later G5, not really. I think it's a great catch-up mechanism. We identified this early with Blue Mandalorian and Jules Verne, Karkin and Putz, saying this was good for players still coming through G4, all right. Um, it just, uh, I've not been motivated. This is one of the first loops, Bubba Joe, that I really haven't played. Do people care about the Zindi loop? Because I got to tell you, there's more coming. All right. I don't think that's any secret. This was labeled Enterprise Part 1. Okay. February is right around the corner. What do you think we're going to get? Part 2. All right. What have I been saying all month we're going to get this month? I can no longer talk about it because now I do know what's coming, so I can't hypothesize it with you anymore. But maybe, maybe this will be like Lower Decks Part One, and we'll only get two months of it. Well, I just feel like <sighs> I don't know. I, it could be partially because I've also been out. Could be partially that I've just been tired, not super engaged in the game. I have said before that. That if I'm unengaged or if I'm disengaged, Bubba, I have said, this is not Scopely's fault. I'm just having a rough time in life. I have been busy. Okay. I have been. But when I have come into the game, <laughs> I've kind of just been like, Ugh. you know, like I haven't been overly interested. And that was even one of the things that I had during a feedback session earlier today. Got a chance to actually sit down with some people over at Scopely, which I haven't been able to do in a couple of weeks. Sat down uh, with a couple of people at Scopely and just said, hey, listen, you know, I just don't feel that excitement, you know? And, and that concerns me a little bit because, guys, you know, I'm usually the one that's like, you guys make fun of me for getting excited when the wind blows, right? Isn't that kind of the reputation I got? Oh, DJs gets excited about anything. And I'm not excited. I feel like that bodes poorly for this game right now. You know, not that my opinion matters or anything, just that if even I am not happy with the game, how do you guys must feel? You know, so Bubba, those were kind of the things that I had in my list um, of things that just kind of stuck out at me, things that we could kind of touch on tonight, because I do want to kind of rate the arc. I know we've been absent, so we got a lot that we got to cram into a very short period of time. But Bubba Joe, so I saw, pick a topic. I, I saw one more thing in the chat that I think is worth talking Please. about, and that was the the new syndicate. The new syndicate. What, the event? Yes. So what I heard was that the top milestone, like, doubled. Is that is that right? 
Like, it ran twice this month, right? The first one was okay, but then the second one increased, but it was the only milestone that increased, right? Or no? All the milestones increased. But it was in the middle of the month. See, I got to be honest with you. I, I did obviously completely miss that. So I don't know what, what happened with that. The lower milestone spiked. Uh, it's not free to play anymore. Uh, Jonathan says they increase it when they run that special pack. Yeah, because it's a spend event. All right. Um, I, I will say that it's probably good that they still ran. They ran two, right? One of them was the quote unquote normal. And then the other one they raised up because of that special pack. Jonathan's right. They've done this before. We've actually talked about this before. And I've always talked about how everything relates back to a pack. Okay. We've talked about this, guys. Don't forget on me now. Okay. I know I've been gone for a couple of weeks. We've had spring break. I need everybody to put their thinking caps back on and come back and remember. Everything is always related to a pack. Okay? Everything is always related to a pack. So when you take a look at that second one, take a look in the packs and, and see what might be going on in the store. What are they trying to drive? I mean, you're right, Benny Hill. Everything is about buy more packs. Anything that you see that would involve a, a traditional spend – you're going to see an associated pack with it. I mean, that's the idea. There's memes about it. Buy more packs. Just do it. You know, like there's, they are trying to make money. When there's a special sale going on, they're going to do something. Armada directives, maybe. They're going to, materials, that midweek two materials thing for the tear up catalyst. That was actually, Bubba Joe, correct me if I'm wrong. And maybe you didn't play. I don't know. You're I, wrong. I, you should sit down <laughs> and be wrong. You have it wrong. Some of you guys said that you liked week two. Uh, with that midweek spend SMS for the tear-up catalyst. You know, that was better than any pack conversion you could have bought. If you had spent materials uh, to get tear-up catalyst as compared to just buying a pack for tear-up catalyst, it was way better with the conversion in the game. But that doesn't mean that they weren't trying to sell materials because what was up at the same time? The special material packs. So they're always trying to sell something, guys. They're a store. Think of it. Think of it as like a normal retail shop. This is Walmart, okay, or, or, or Target, okay, or whatever you guys have, all right, that sells defective merchandise and offers no refunds, returns, or customer service, all right? <laughs> what, what, what store out there? Ikea. How about that, okay? Uh, that's right. <laughs> the, the, you got it, okay? It's just they're always trying to sell something. Okay, and and the more that we get on board with the fact and accept the fact that they're just trying to sell stuff to us, that we are, in fact, consumers, the probably the more peaceful we're going to be about it. That being said, it's always our choice. It's always our decision as to whether or not something's worth it. Just because something's on the shelf doesn't mean you have to put it in your cart. Okay, and I think that's an important thing. However, I do actually like bigger shelves, all right? I like when there's more stuff available for me to buy because that lets me choose where my value goes, all right? So that being said, the syndicate event, absolutely. I'm not as fussy on that one because that's always been kind of a heroic thing, but uh, Jonathan's right. They've done this multiple times. We, we, we do seem to forget about that. They've done this several times. It just depends on what packs are up at that particular point in time. Uh, Baba Joe, did you complete... The syndicate events this month. I didn't. I didn't. I don't think I did. I didn't either. 
All right. Part of that was data is now maxed. Uh, and Picard, I mean, Picard does have value in tearing him up, but I just, I wasn't sure, wasn't sure that I saw the value in dumping all those multiphasics this time. I mean, I'm pretty sure mine was like over a million, over a million points. So oh, you're still doing it with multiphasics? Yeah. You need to stop that. What? You do it with packs? <laughs> No. <laughs> what are you doing There's yours with? Such a terrible return on your multiphasic value. I know you say I should be doing it with parts, but there's no other way to do it other than with packs. Hey, don't burn your multiphasics that way. You will. Okay, so how did you do it? You just don't do it. I just don't do it. Yeah. I try to get the first or second milestone with what's in the game. You know, I save my battle pass. Um, collect the daily twice and hope that with those refines, that's enough, but it's the, don't, don't use people do not use your multiphasics on this. I Please do not use your multiphasics on this. I think it varies. For example, it, it, again, it provides players a choice. Somebody says it was worth it when Torres was in there. Okay. I don't necessarily disagree if it was in there. And, and for example, data was in there this month. I'm not going to say that that's necessarily a bad choice. Data is a great officer. Um, however, if you were to add up the dollars and cents, Bubba Joe and Jonathan Ingram are right. Okay. The dollars and cents, it doesn't add up to be a better value. Okay. But it does depend on the officer that you're looking at, whether or not it's something of value to you. Okay. I'm not going to say that it's a bad thing. Is the value not there mathematically, dollars and cents? That is correct. But again, it goes back to choice. It goes back to what feels good to you. Bubba Joe is going to say, if you ask the question, so what's the best way to spend multiphasics, Mr. Coffee? He's going to tell you parts. Okay. That's what Bubba Joe is going to tell you. Bubba Joe, am I right or wrong? Are you going to tell him to buy well, parts? I mean, you get the most you get the most value out of the parts, but mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you that the station or research pack aren't also worth it if that's what you need. Most of the time, it's the ship packs. It, and Jonathan Ingram agrees. Monetarily speaking, the ship packs are the best value in multiphasics. However, and, and you know what? Maybe I am doing it wrong because here were just a few moments ago. I was complaining about ship parts, yet I spend my multiphasics on Syndicate. Am I doing it the wrong way? Probably. But I also look at the secondary or tertiary benefits, which would be the officers that I'm getting and the benefits that they want to provide me there. Pegasus says, you know what? Crazy enough, it's multiphasic, ships, doesn't really matter to me. I'm after the latinum, all right? Which also is, it's a very healthy supply of latinum for those of you who uh, are, might be low on latinum, but still have some multiphasics. Maybe you just went through an auction, something like that. So syndicate event, I totally get it. <clears throat> I totally understand why some players feel that way. I'm not going to necessarily so say that it's an unwise DJ, here's, thing. Here's the issue. Here's the issue I have. So you can run the special event. You can run the special pack and increase the top milestone. Okay. Increase the rewards not, then, right? Well, sure, fine, whatever. I, I mean, that, I, I mean, again, the syndicate event is whatever it is. It always seems to have a good officer and a terrible officer or a officer that you already have max and a officer that's not any good. It seems like that's what they do. But I think we got to be careful with that this month. They were both excellent officers. The fact is you already have one max. So the rare didn't mean anything to you. You Correct. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think we need Correct. to be careful with that because Picard and Data are both excellent so, officers. Let's be clear. On. 
The point is, is that if you want to run a special pack, and so you want that top milestone to be higher, fine. But why are you screwing with the first milestone? Well, I agree. I agree. The first, really, the first two milestones, and I think should that's not have the complaint. Changed. I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody is complaining that the top milestone was a million points when they're buying a pack. Right? Anyone who's going to buy a pack for this, which is most of the people that try and complete this, yeah, they don't care. They're buying the same. They're buying a bonus pack as opposed to a regular pack. But what this did is it took all of the free to play and gave them the middle finger. And like that's why the first milestone was where it was. And so it was lazy um, and it was just poor okay. planning. Well, all right. Let me let me be devil's advocate for a moment. Just just for a second, Bubba. DJ, can you hear me? I got you, Pops. What's up, DJ, baby boy? How you doing? I'm doing great. I have to refute a little bit of what Bubba just said, and I'm free to play, and I got the first milestone on both of them. I made it by the skin of my teeth, and I did it because I was able to pull at exactly at noon at, at event reset, and I got all of my things, and I, I worked the clock. I saved because I didn't know if there was going to be a, th a second one. Um, I heard through the grapevine that there was, so I saved all my rewards for the second one that apparently was bigger. I was hoping to get to the second milestone in the second one, but they upped the they upped the milestones, and yeah. I was again I was within like 500 points each time of not making it, but yeah. it was doable. And you had to hold your nose right, and the, the the planets had to be aligned, and you had to be available at the right moment at the right time. Okay. And you couldn't have pulled any of your rewards for the exactly you needed those exactly. So there's there's a couple of things, and and I'm not again I'm only pointing out from devil's advocate position. There is math that explains this. I I don't want to call it lazy. All right, I think that's dangerous and that's accusatory, Bubba Joe, but. There is a very simple formula when it comes to milestone events, especially for milestone events. All right. Uh, very quickly. Can anybody can anybody kind of tell me what it is? Like, for example, the third milestone. What is the third milestone equal in rewards compared to the fourth milestone? Like if you do. Let me rephrase. Mathematically, milestone one, two and three combined equals what? Half. That's oh, I, right. I can't. I can't wait for you to give the wrong answer here. It's half. Okay. No, it's not. It is in in ninety eight percent of cases. Okay. The wasn't for the SMS this month. What SMS? The officer SMS. That was an eight milestone one, so that doesn't count. All right. I just said four milestone events. <laughs> okay. Four milestone events and quit it with the the officer thing. We'll get to that one too. All right. How about how about Crucible of War that's running right now? It's a four milestone event. Um, let's see. You're right. and then again, you're right. Uh, Jellyfish Brawl. That's another one. Doesn't exactly add up. Okay. In fairness, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. I said not all of them. Most of them. All right. Crucible of War, though. Let me look here. Um, it's pretty close. Milestone number one is twenty five percent. Milestone number two is fifty percent. Milestone number three is seventy five percent. All right. Now, by the way. When we're also looking at not only the rewards, okay, not only the rewards, Bubba Joe, but I also want to point out the scoring, okay? Do you remember here, it's probably been close to a year, when Scoopley actually came out and said, yo, we're working on tools. 
We're working on some automation things. We're working on some mathematical things. Now, I'm certainly not going to sit out here on my first show back and toot the scopely horn, all right? But, Bubba, if I just had to ask, and I know you might be jaded, but try to be objective, over the last, say, three months, do you feel that we have seen fewer mathematical errors based in events, rewards, or points? Because I feel like we probably have seen fewer. None? No, absolutely not. There's still been mistakes. But we have seen uh, a few less than what we may have used I to have, have seen. seen fewer mathematical mistakes, but lots of lazy programming. That's fair. I'm totally fine to agree with that. Okay. I can agree with that uh, 100%. Like all of the hostile hitting events ending at 61. Sure. Some things can... can there's not a lot of logic that sits behind them, but it makes even more sense when I say there's formulas now, right? There's, uh, there's plugins like this stuff. That's why the numbers are usually so weird, uh, because they are percentage derived and they're formula derived. So when we're looking at an event like syndicate, all right, if they're going to raise that top milestone, then, inadvertently what happens. And by the way, for the record, I don't disagree with you, Bubba Joe. From a fundamental game design philosophy, looking at a solo milestone and presuming that a free-to-play should at least be able to accomplish the first one or two milestones, I don't disagree with that philosophy. None whatsoever. All right? Um, but, Karkin, or, or uh, Putz, to your point, or to Blue's point in the chat, what happened when they raised that milestone because of the pack that came out, they raised the top milestone. Inadvertently, what happened all the way down is the point values increase because of the 25, 50, 100% formula. All right, that's, Except that, that's what happened. Again, the, the milestones are controllable, and they're not 25, 50, 75, 100. Almost none of them are, okay? So uh, almost they obviously all of them have, They obviously have control over that. So when they do it in a way... When they raise the top milestone at the detriment of the first milestone, the only thing to conclude is laziness. Yeah, again, I'm hesitant on using that word. All right. I, I know not, you are, and I know why you are. Well, no, okay. I, no, I, I don't, I, because I don't think that it's fair to label that laziness. That is a mathematical tool that was developed that is implemented and therefore doesn't require. Anybody to come back and double check on it. It's done. It's implemented. It's built. It's done. And by the way, if I misspoke, I don't mean to say there's not a milestone for 75%, Bubba Joe. And if I misspoke, I'm, I'm saying that. The milestone number three, the third milestone. Thank you, Cottontail. There you go. 10, 25, 50, 100. All right. I didn't mean to say 75, but I know that I did. So that's my fault. All right. When you get to the third milestone, it is half of the rewards for the entire thing. Okay. So that's the point. All right. And Divine says laziness and can't be bothered to check the work. But again, we're talking about some events that are computer derived that no longer need human intervention. Now, please, again, don't take this as me blindly defending. I'm offering explanation on some of this. Okay. Spock Monkey says, DJ, you should go with laziness because incompetence is the alternative. No. How about just relying on relying on the automation? Okay. Now, I don't disagree, Bubba Joe. If they're going to come in and manually tweak an event, for example, like Syndicate, and say, hey, we're going to raise the top milestone because we're introducing a special pack. 
then I agree that it's not inappropriate for somebody over there to say, hey, what events do we have related to this? Maybe we should look at an adjustment. Or maybe, maybe they did think of it and said, okay, we're not going to make the adjustment. Okay? I mean, that's not, and in that case, that might be, uh, to use a, a term that I probably shouldn't use, but that could be feeling malicious towards the free-to-play. Okay, and I'm not saying that it is. I'm just saying that there could have been a conscious decision, Bubba Joe, to keep the 10, 25, 50 percent formula regardless. All right. Maybe their motivation for launching the second one was indeed to sell packs and wanted to motivate people to do just that and buy more packs. Crazy sounding. All right. And and again, you're right, Devon. Usually milestones one through three equal the payout of four. All right. So, Bubba, you're, you're telling me, I mean, the, the milestone you're showing me right now is absolutely perfect. 10, 25, 50, 100. Right. 6 million is not 25 of 30 million. Well, I mean, round it out, but pretty close. 3 million is 10%. So what would it, what would it have been? 30 million at 25% It'd would have been? 10, 20, 50, 100. 10, 20, 10, 25, 50, 100. 10, 20, 50, 100. Oh, is it 20? Am I saying it wrong? Is it actually 20? All right, my fault. Maybe. No, it's supposed most of them, not most of them. There are a number that go 10, 25, 50, 100. I thought it was There 25. are others that go um, 10, 20, or 10, 25, 65, 100. There are others that get like that third milestone is 75, and then it goes to 100. There are some milestones that the third milestone is 40%. I don't know if I've seen a, seven, I if I've seen a 75 one. There isn't, there isn't a standard, which means they are controlling it, which means when they intentionally do not control it to screw over free-to-play, it is lazy programming. I don't know that I've ever seen a 75% one. I'd love to see one. I'm not I, saying that there isn't one. I'm just saying I don't, I don't, I don't know if I remember seeing a 70, 75%. DJ, I would not say that. DJ, I would not say that they are mal malicious or or anything on free to play. They're ambivalent. They don't care. They they didn't even think about it. That out of sight, out of mind. Oh, I think that even, is much like, more likely. Not even that. Yeah. I think that is much more likely. They didn't even think likely. about it because the, the the development of these tools. I mean, guys, what what does any tool do in your office? The development of these tools was intended to reduce the amount of human time required to handle that specific event. So if your boss came to you, Bubba Joe, and said, okay, listen, for military supremacy, you no longer have to worry about targeting it. We've got Mega Watson AI in the back, and he's going to decide who gets the event and who doesn't, right? You don't have to worry about it anymore. Does it then surprise you that some people get it and some people don't? Moreover, are you, as an employee, going to go and check that event even though you were told, don't do it. I'm not saying that this is right or wrong. I'm just trying to offer you guys a little bit of perspective. That's all. I've been inside Scopely's walls. I'm just telling you, it's, it's, there are some things that one person is responsible for. There are other things that other people are responsible for. And sometimes those things don't cross over. Okay? I'm not, I'm not saying that, that they're not. I'm just saying. Now, Bubba Joe, what? 22, 48, 83, and 100. Yeah, yours is weird. <laughs> <laughs> in all fairness, that's pretty weird, man. Okay. In all fairness. Um, that being said, 
I'm not saying that if there's one standard, you guys quit twisting my words. I'm just saying that there are, in most cases, a mathematical formula to some of this stuff. And it doesn't always require somebody manually typing in these values because we used to see what happened with that. Do you guys remember? Go back a year when literally every single event, there was a problem with one bracket. Ops 34 to 38 not getting G3 materials. They're getting G2. I mean, how many... Do we remember this, guys? Do we remember these So that days? means all the events this month should have been rewarding Sigma to G6 players? Well, therein lies the next part of this discussion, okay? 100%. There were a number of events this month that didn't scale with the introduction of G6. For example, Bubba, do you feel that there were events that were recycled this month that didn't have the rewards that they should have had? Or were any of them new events, right? Uh, well, I, you know, if it happened more than two meals ago, I don't remember. If <laughs> In fairness, all right. I'm I agree man, with you. DJ. Hey, listen, I agree. Okay. There were some bracketing problems this month where rewards for G6 didn't award Sigma. You guys still got Tritanium and Steel. And G5, well, I think you did get G6 materials because that scaled up. But the Sigma got missed. All right. I agree with you. You weren't the only player that said that. A lot of the whale pod was talking about that. I was talking to Mod Mother and uh, and some of the moderators about that very issue. Scopely says, hey, listen, ain't perfect. And this is kind of where I'm getting some of my insight into some of this automation tool. Now, Blue, I don't I don't disagree at all. You launch a new grade, everything needs to, ge- to, to go back over. You got to check on everything. You got to that's Spock. That's what they call you. That's what the mod mother calls you is the whale pod. <laughs> Did you not know that? That's what Jess calls you, the whale pod. All right. Um, that being said, I don't disagree that not everything got checked. And that's actually why it was on my list, Bubba Joe. Event rewards felt lackluster. Okay. I, I don't disagree. Listen, I'm not disagreeing with anybody. It was literally on my list. If you go back 20 minutes ago and listen, I said the rewards didn't feel good this month. I'm not disagreeing with you, but because I brought that up, I'm giving you some of the insight that I've got on that. Not everything got touched. Even Scopely has come and told me, listen, we didn't get to touch everything. Okay. Some of it wasn't exactly right. We get that. We're working on it. Okay. That doesn't excuse it by any stretch, but it does explain it. Okay. And, and, and I'm not defending it. I'm explaining it, which is always what we do. People get that very confused around here, Bubba Joe, but I agree with you. The rewards didn't feel right to me this month. And as you were talking about with some events that gave Sigma others that didn't give us Sigma. Uh, and I say us, I'm not even there yet. Even as a G five player, I didn't feel good about the events that came out this month. You know, not the events, the rewards. I just don't feel like I got paid. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I didn't feel super great about those rewards this month. And that's why I was asking uh, what you guys were talking about with, you know, your event rewards. Okay. Eh. Spock Monkey likes the pod part of it. Okay. There you go. (laughs) I appreciate that. Uh, I don't understand why some people are, are giving me grief. What are the words that I'm apparently not, that I'm, I'm not speaking correctly. Baba Joe, do you want to translate for me? Because apparently, being two weeks out, I haven't. I've lost my ability to speak words. Well, so 
on the one hand, you're saying they have a tool that fixes everything. And on the other hand, you have a say that they didn't, they didn't fix any things for. So it's like, are they using the tool or are they not using the tool? They're using the tool. Why didn't the tool give the correct rewards? If they're not using the tool, then why didn't they set the milestones correctly? I think that the tool still has to be applied. Like when, when they apply a template or something like that, like, I mean, and again, this is supposition. I don't know. But clearly, obviously, Bubba Joe, by the milestones that you just showed, the tool wasn't used on that for your grade, right? What's weird is that my grade does actually reflect the proper numbers. So that is kind of weird. Uh, but this is also Crucible of War. It's a four-year-old event. Chances are it probably hasn't gone back through and been rehashed. I would imagine that they're using a lot of this automation and stuff for some of the newer stuff. That being said, I can understand and acknowledge some of the confusion there. I am simply saying that I believe it to be unlikely. Let me summarize with this. I believe it to be unlikely that an individual human from Scopely touches 100% of events that launch in this game. Do we think that that is a possibility, Bubba Joe? Do you think that a human touches every single event that rolls out? Putt says false. I do. Do you really? Do. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. In fact, I think, as, as Blue says, I think too few people touch every event. Okay. Wow. Fair enough. I do not believe that. <laughs> Becca says, now I know Watson is running my life. I mean... Tolker says there's a lot of copy and paste templates. I kind of agree with you, which is kind of proof positive in and of itself that a human doesn't actually look at something every single time. But, you so, know. But eh. who's doing the copy and paste? Probably uh, Billy's nephew. Right. So that's <laughs> right. a human. But they're not looking. Okay, fine. You win. Fine. I'll sit down, Bubba Joe. That's a human. I'm saying that the arc runner is not individually looking at every single milestone of every single bracket with every single reward and every single currency of every single event that runs every single month. Okay. I won't argue with that. Okay. <laughs> oh! But someone at Scopely is. Well, maybe. I, I, would, I can agree to that. Someone should be. I don't necessarily disagree. We've talked about quality control for five years now. It doesn't seem like it's making any kind of a turn. That being said... That is what happens with these, with these events. That's what happens with these milestones and things like that. Now, we spent a lot of time on that. Didn't necessarily mean to. Uh, but I guess that kind of does, um, I guess that kind of does, Bubba Joe, encompass a couple of things. Event rewards, event diversity, um, the rewards from the ARC. Do people actually care? The rewards from the Zindi Loop. Do people care about that? Uh, I don't know. We can. I tell you what, Bubba Joe gets to pick the next topic on this, our January Enterprise Part 1 review. We're going to take our first break uh, just because we've only I, actually we're running on time, Bubba Joe. We've got seven minutes on the clock, but I don't want to get into another topic because we probably won't stop in seven minutes. So <laughs> let's take a break. And what is, when our topics like Pringles, uh, once you pop, just don't stop. I mean, that's, that's right. kind of the thing. Anyway, listen, we're going to take a very quick break. When we return, uh, Bubba Joe picks the next topic, and you guys can help influence him in the chat right now um, by sounding off. What were your high and points and low points? the chat now. <laughs> 
high points and low points from this arc. What do you guys feel? Uh, you guys come on in and tell us a little bit about it. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return right after a word from these fine sponsors. Yo, what's up, Commanders? Great news about PvPTarget.com. You've known for a while that it exists and has some great reference tools regarding PvP banding and common crew loadouts, but they've recently launched brand new tools on the site, including a brand new cargo calculator page as well. This isn't your typical max cargo style calculator, but a brand new, unique tool that identifies the timer until you go over cargo. The game timer might tell you how long to zero the node, but how long until your miner is at risk? You can find out now by using the brand spanking new cargo calculator at pvptarget.com. Today's show brought to you in part by the Musgrove Trial Firm in Georgia. Have you suffered personal injury in Georgia? You need a buddy. Give Buddy at the Musgrove Trial Firm a call. 678-226-1994. Visit them online at musgrovetrialfirm.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Crust Toothpaste. The toothpaste that doesn't remove plaque buildup, but does polish it up nice and shiny. Then and now. On the wagon then. Hey, are you still doing that dry January thing? That must be rough. It's easy. I just drink flavored club soda, lemon water, maybe a non-alcoholic beer here and there, piece of cake. Oh, that's not so bad. On the wagon now. What the heck is all of this? My mocktail ingredients for dry January. I've got stuff to make spicy watermelon, aqua frescas, coconut cucumber, lime mint coolers. Those sound like they'd be terrible without booze. Oh, and if I change my mind, I also brought rosemary, limeade, blueberry spritzers with added wheatgrass, you know, for my tummy problems, or lemongrass, pomegranate, pineapple, jasmine infused iced tea with ginseng. Yikes. I need a drink. All right, here we go. This is the best, man. Nothing better than NFL playoffs. You got that right. It's the most wonderful time of the gambling year. Wow, what a catch. Yes! I have that guy at 80 and a half receiving yards. Only 40 and a half more to go. Yeah, let's hope we get the win today. Oh, man, our running back just turned the ball over. Oh, heck yeah. First turnover of the game, a fumble. I had 50 bucks on that. Jeez, man. And there's a timeout called with 8.01 left in the quarter. <laughs> no way! A timeout before the eight-minute mark? That's a $100 score, baby! Are you even a fan of our team? I don't even really like football. New Year planning, mental gym and diet. One year membership at Equinox Place is quiet. I was gonna be a shredded beast, but the diet's real bad and now I feast. Slurping down a Big Mac with two large fries. Diet's awful, my gym trainer's got a dirty look in his eyes. Shorts are tight, can't fit in my tank top or a box of briefs. I weigh as much as a linebacker on the Kansas City Chiefs. See? Oh yeah, resolution's gone. Now you can find me at the Cinnabon. I say, oh yeah, resolution's gone. Now you can find me at the Cinnabon. Where's the John? 
Command's official podcast. Appreciate you guys all being here. What's going on? That's right, Griffin. It's your theme song. See, Bubba Joe had the brilliant idea. Uh, he had the brilliant idea of playing the uh, the return songs today, of just making it all of the cast member songs. So whose is coming up next? We have no idea. Um, yeah, it could be Bubba Joe's. No could idea, be, idea, idea. Yeah, it could be Trey. Could be Karkins. All right, I have no idea. Uh, we'll see on that coming up uh, after the next break, but I uh, do appreciate you guys being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome in to Talking Trek Live uh, as we get ready to wrap up on uh, wrap up the month of January, that is. Uh, Enterprise Part 1. Bubba Joe, before the break, I promised that you could choose the next topic of either high point, low point, midpoint, anything that you want to talk about. Uh, with regards to the Enterprise arc as we prepare to issue our final ratings today. Uh, Bubba Joe, what turned you on or off about uh, this new Zindi loop? Or anything that happened in the month of January. Uh, I know some people, actually a lot of people in the chat, are kind of commenting on the Zindi loop, talking about it being a pretty intense grind. Let me ask this question. Blue, I know... Uh, and you know what? Hold on. I, I want to back up. I don't want to take Wait Bubba Joe. Yeah, I know. I don't want to take Bubba Joe's topic. All right. This is his stand. All right. You you go next. Go next. You go next. Go, Bubba. Go, Bubba. Okay. So of the things that I like, I like that they made a hostile that we have to think about. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like that. I, I like that, you know, this was not, oh, let me just throw my Pike Murrow chat on there. Let me throw my Strange New Worlds on there. Let me... Sure. You actually had to think about it. Now, there are obviously strategies you could implement. There are, you know, you could go, you know, full loot and punch down, but you had to think about it. Mm -hmm. And so that's, I think, the first time ever they've introduced an a hostel that actually made you think. So that's a positive. Like, game design came out of their shell and came up with something that was more or less an interesting hostel to add to the game. So I would give them a thumbs up for that. Then somebody in game design designed the expansion to the export store and <laughs> just completely just did absolutely garbage. <laughs> like the worst kind of garbage there. Fair. So we have this interesting hostel that gives us this loot that I have absolutely no use for. Well, so okay. Yeah. Zindi so, so high and low. Interesting hostel. Had to think about it. Made me figure out how I want to attack that loop. For what reason, though? And that's the problem. Yeah, I think that's that's actually a really good transition there. A lot of people have have actually talked about this in the chat, and I think it's absolutely uh, completely able to be talked about and encompass one or two of the other points, Bubba Joe, which were 
that, you know, hey, the Zindi Loop came out. It was certainly a challenge. The hostel was a challenge. Then it, because it was so much of a challenge, and we talked about this earlier in the month, because it was so much of a challenge, the math got foobarred along the way. All right. Uh, so they made the adjustment to the Zindi Loop. I certainly don't think that it's a 100% fix to 100% of players. I still see some people saying that, you know, they're still having to hit a lot of hostels. I, I'm curious if, if people are still having to hit as many as, as what we think should be appropriate, right? Like, I don't know. Like, Hyperdrive says 120 Zindi kills still. I feel like it shouldn't be 120, man. You know, unless, unless you're an Ops 40 or a 41. And then this, here's, I know this is going to sound crazy, Bubba Joe. Here's my opinion. Now, Hunter says go kill surveys and call it done. Don't disagree with you, okay? But that's not super reliable. You can't count on that, okay? Um, however, if you're Ops 40, Bubba Joe, and this whole loop starts at 40, okay? Do you think, this is just my humble opinion, do you feel like, this is a loop that you should be fully engaged in. And, and when I say you, I mean, like, in my opinion, Bubba Joe, and I'll ask your opinion, if you were advising an Ops 40 of all the things that they can do in their game, do you think that an Ops 40 or 41 should be heavily invested into this loop? And Benny Hill, you've got the answer right in chat. Bubba Joe, what do you think? Because my I answer is no. That, I think that they should be prioritizing which loops give them the most reward you got it this is not can i disagree with you sure Carkin, please yeah for, from, you're in that perspective but now let me remind you people think they should be prioritizing things that give less rewards <laughs> well no i believe that they can get rewards out of this if they come at it from a certain perspective okay share please if we they're need that. if they're in a position where they cannot hit the the what the 40s and they're still required to hit those one loot, crappy, you know, 34s, then they can still focus. You could probably use a lot of ships to hit those. If you, instead of, obviously you need your delay particle favor. That's what's getting that max is going to be the most thing efficiently to be able to allow you to hit those 40s. Until you get that, if you can't get that even when it's full, focus on the loot, multi-ship those little ones, and still receive the rewards that you need to do at least your minimum refines. No, it I'm... may take you, you know, lots of ships or you know, your five docks. Use those all up and get it, you know, get it going. I'm not going to necessarily disagree with with what Karkin says there. You guys have talked about faction hunt, doing the multi shipping thing, and focusing on loot and all that. Um, and there's something that does absolutely drive me nuts. And I know Blue is going to slap me on the wrist. Griffin probably going to slap me on the wrist. I don't know how Karkin feels about it, but this drives me nuts here in month one, uh, especially as an Ops 40 or 41 struggling with this loop. For the love of God, right off the double chest in your head, stop. It's not for you. It's not for you at this time, okay? I know some people are doing it. I am an Ops 56 Bubba Joe, I don't, no, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm going to go out on a ledge. I don't know if I should be asking you this question or not. But Bubba Joe, are you single or double pulling the Zindi loot? Or are you doing it at all? I am not prioritizing doing anything in the, in the Zindi loot. Okay. I am double pulling. I know you are, Blue, because you're the math guru. Okay. 
Oh, um, I am. I've been hunting the surveys like crazy because I need to do the bounty pulls. All right. Okay, and that's fair. Okay, you're wanting to do all that extra stuff. Here, here's the thing. Straight up, uh, I, I'm not gonna fib to anybody. Single pulls for me, and let me show you what I've got right now. All right, and for those of you in podcast, I'm currently holding three thousand Zindi scrap. I am also like Bubba Joe, not prioritizing this content. Now, this leads into a much deeper conversation, Bubba Joe, that uh, players like I can have. Shorts, you got it. This, You're so right. This is what Savage Darkness said just a minute ago. Alas, Bubba Joe, alas. Everybody thinks that all the content is for everybody. And here is exactly, and I'm not saying, by the way, that I think that or that Bubba thinks that, but this is what the mentality is that, that some players are experiencing. Bubba Joe, let me ask. Go through all of your ex-Borg favors. How many of them are exciting for you as a G6 player? One. One. Which one? Uh, crit floor. The crit floor. Okay, fair enough. Crazy enough. Look how much progress I've made on that. Big whopping zero. I've done... Listen, is it clear... Is it clear here? I'm going to put this in the graphics room, Bubba Joe, because I want people to see. I think it's pretty clear based on my favors here that this is not a loop that I have prioritized this month. Now, why? Why does Bubba not care? Why does JB not care? Why does Bad Wolf not care? Okay. Why? Here's why. Because this loop was not made for us. Now, Spectre, I agree. Content, uh, he says all new content should be for everyone. I actually disagree with that. However, I think that there should be content for everybody. I just think that it shouldn't be universal. Bubba, maybe, I'm not saying that quite right, but like, I think you can't have it so that Ops 20 gets the same benefit as Ops 60. Right. Not for everything. I mean, some things, yeah, sure. But on everything, I'm not going to necessarily go that route. Okay. But this is clearly, and Bubba, if I were to ask you, just in case people weren't aware, how do you know, G6 players, that this content wasn't written for you? How has Scopely literally come and said, this isn't for you? Because the things that specifically call out generic uh, resources and materials specifically say G4 and G5 and not Sigma. That's right. Maybe it was just a wording thing, Bubba Joe. Does it actually affect Sigma? Nope. Oh. Okay, well, maybe it's just that they forgot that resource ID. But materials, they're the same, right? Uh, increases efficiency of grade 4 and grade 5 or crystal and gas for buildings. That must probably just be a typo. Did it include G6 materials as well? Nope. Oh. Okay. So G6 players, nothing about this loop is for you. Right? To be correct. Well, to be fair, what about the ship uh, part of material exchange? All right. Let's look at which one you're talking about. Uh, what well, now? It gives uh, six six star uh, G six ship parts and G six materials. Uh, which one? Which one are we looking at? 
Help uh, me out. The ship, um, ship part exchange and material exchange is the name. Ship part exchange. Why am I not seeing that? It's at the very. It's towards the top. Right it's not a trait. It's a chest. Oh, it's a chest. Okay. All right. Well, cool. All right. Let's see what's in there. So for me. And Bubba, you d- I think I do remember us talking about this. You've got six, you've got G6 in there, right? There is. G6 yes. materials, G6 parts, but still no Sigma, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or do you have a Sigma box? So there's oh, no, no resources. resources. No, no resources. resources. All right. So okay, materials so and parts. It has G6 parts, but it's basically a 50-50 shot as to whether you get broken parts or refined parts. Okay. I, I think the point that I'm trying to make here is that they did blue put in an overflow mechanic. If somebody wanted to continue playing this, like, for example, what are other loops that have good overflow mechanics? We've identified a couple that are good, some that are not as good. Oh, Bajoran. Bajoran has a good overflow mechanic. Sure. Uh, what else? What's, in my opinion, the number Voyager, one? is pretty good. I was going to say artifacts. Artifacts, I think, are the number one overflow mechanic in this game for me. So... There are some good overflow mechanics. And Mr. Tiger has actually said Artifacts it himself. Artifacts over, over officers then? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because you're getting the one-to-one ratio. It's not like a 10-to-4 ratio with the transporter patterns kind of thing. Um, okay. And then, I mean, how many, how many overflow epic officers do you need to buy one new shard? It's 1,100 points. You get 400. So what is it? Three to one is actually what it ends up being. Right? Is that right? You know, three old shards to equal one new shard? Uh, It's five to two. Okay, fair enough. Five to two. So this was one to one. I mean, doesn't get much better than that. I agree. Uh, that's, so, that's fair. Uh, that being said, there are, even Mr. Tiger has come out and said, listen, we wanted to have something at the end. When you're done with the loop, there was still something rewarding for players. He built Bajoran, and Bajoran has a wonderful overflow mechanic. There is a reason to continue for some players, there is a reason to continue engaging in that loop even when you're done with all the favors. All right? I personally am not getting that same uh, I'm sorry. fuzzy. What is that reason? Well, it depends. I still play in that loop, all right, because of um, trade XP. Oh, those two for materials? Yeah, trade XP, materials, parts. Uh, transporter patterns. Transporter patterns. Yeah. Officer shards. I still don't have all those officers max. So, yeah, no, I think that there's, you know, there's some good stuff. Same thing I could say for the Borg loop. Okay, uh, same thing with the Borg loop. When not as good. Not as good. Okay, but good I think it's because you are in a better spot ops-wise because you're getting better rewards from the Armadas to fuel that loop. So I also think one of the fundamental issues in terms of like Scopey's uh, issues with scaling has to do with from your current perspective, can you punch up? Like, is there a, like the stretch goal is something that's completely obtainable for people who can punch up, Mm -hmm. but for people who are just, there's an op, there's a warp range lock or there's an ops lock. They just can't hit that high. They can't earn that high. They just look at that double chest as not as an unattainable goal. So there's literally nothing above them. Yeah. And it is frustrating when like the, like a gate, like near, like there's a limit, like a warp range limit and ops from it. Like, It'd be nice if the only limit to something is whether or not your your ability to kill it. Like it's 
it's kind of frustrating. Like right now, they just like right at the bat, G6, nope, 61 only. Even if you wanted to tease and, and like, oh, what's this like? You know, Blue, I think we're right me. there. Nope. I think we're knocking on it's that just, door. Right here, right now with yeah. Zindi. You just said it. The limit is whether or not you can engage. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you have to hit the level 34 Zindi, then you're not ready for this loop. I think that's as simple as it needs to be. If you can kill the 40s and up, all right, then it's time for you to begin engaging. But if you are a player that can't kill the 40s and you have to punch down to the ones that drop one loot, then it's not it's not for you yet. This is, I think, exactly what, Blue, what you're describing is. If you can't do it, then it's not meant for you yet. Okay? And With the you loot bonuses you get... And a loot crew, you can get that one loot up to like I think I saw it at like six, seven or something. Oh, so man. with multi shipping, you can What's do the... that. That's how they managed that event that was there. All right. Well, if you uh, have good ships and good and good research and everything like that, you should like you shouldn't be uh, like uh, denied or you know. Anything. That's still over a hundred ships, swing guys. A, swing your swing your shot. Is that reasonable? That's still a so, hundred ships. Five hundred. For a single chest, if you're saying, Karkin, that you could get four to five loot per hostel, you're still talking about 100 hostels. Is that reasonable for any loop in this game? Let me just ask a fundamental, straight-up question. Is 100 hostels reasonable for anything in this game? No. No. Take the hint, people. is reasonable for brawl. Take the hint, people. Okay. That's kind of what I'm saying about this. So there I for I, I come back and I talk about the rewards of this loop. For an Ops 40, Bubba Joe, who has to kill 100 hostiles just to get a single pull, is this loop worth anything? Probably not. So, so hang on. But they might only have to do that for a little while to be able to get the favor that allows them to actually move forward in it. Uh, possibly. But I, I also right believe there. that research, ship development crew development, like this requires you to have a baseline of being able to hit 40s. It just requires that. I agree with that, DJ. But what I want to say is that there is things in here that are going to be very valuable to an Ops 40. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah, parts. The efficiency for resources and materials for base construction. Some might say it's axionic servos. Some might say it's the parts... I'm going to say not for Ops 40, but I'm going to say G4, Bubba Joe. Because, again, I've kind of just come out and said that an Ops 40, there are very low percentage of Ops 40s in this game that are going to effectively be able to play in this loop. I don't necessarily disagree that Karkin could be one of them. He's a smart player. He's always been efficiently, uh, efficiently playing. He's one of those guys that will find the way to play the event smartest. Well, all right. I hit this one as a 42, so I had my ship. All right. So I wasn't, you know, I had my not only that, but we know he's got officers. We know he's got research because he has intentionally slow played his game. Okay. He's intentionally hung back to win officers, to build research, to upgrade ships, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He's punching up. Okay. And so I don't disagree that that is a way that can be played. I also agree that this research probably matters the most for G4. G5 definitely going to get some benefit, but G4, this loop was built. For G4. And the earliest that you can start to engage in it in G4, the better. Okay? You can start at Ops 40. 
that doesn't necessarily mean that you can. All right. The, the game will allow you to start playing at 40. That doesn't mean that you can individually. Maybe it's going to be 42 for you. Maybe it's going to be 43. Maybe it's 41. Either way, the earliest that you can, the better off that you are for G4 player. Once okay. they max okay. out the delay particle beam favor, they'll have a better idea of actually knowing what they can do and whether or not the rest of the loop is something they need to you know, wait on. Or I was talking to Stony Dude earlier today. Let me ask this question. Uh, this doesn't even apply to Bubba Joe. This is actually more of a me question. All right. If you are an Ops 56 or a 58, how likely are you to engage in the Zindi loop? It's an interesting question. Ops 56, maybe 58, even Wait. 59. How likely are you to play in this loop? There's something for everyone in there. Mm. I mean, I what, explain that to me, Blue. What is the thing? If you were Ops 56, what is the thing you would say they should go get? It's like, oh, look, I'm up at Venerated now. I can get, or sorry, I'm up at, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, steam now now i can get these isolytic artifact tokens so i can get more artifacts i can get more of this like even if i don't care about these favors that just means more credits to get that spillover stuff like even i understand like there's not enough incentive but at the very least i'll give the uh designer the kudos that like there's there's no dead ends you know like there's something you can something you can do with the stuff you the, have on hand the artifact tokens even if it's not what rare? you would agree, if it's not as much as someone else that another ops is getting out of it so it's uh but i would also want to say one very important point in that this just feels like they released the Herosian before the voyager and this is we're just complaining about that so it's like you know Herosian probably feels a lot different after you, you kill them with the voyager so you know, it's there is there is a there is a ship theme to this whole thing. So I would and there is the concept art. So I wouldn't be surprised if you know the next arcs make this loot grind easier, and it might reconsider the value. You're not killing a hundred hostiles anymore. You're killing you know ten or fifteen. Well, blue, blue, blue. Let's go back two, three, four weeks when this arc was first launched, and we all had our hypotheses about what was going to be coming in part two, right? I mean, we all knew what was coming in part two. Does anybody still doubt what's coming in part two? And for the record, I'm not saying anything. Okay? Obviously, there's going to be tools that make, that make this all get better. Okay? The point is, exactly what Bubba Joe was just talking about, is do we expect players to engage in something that doesn't offer a sufficient, in our own opinion, by the way, a sufficient level of rewards and i think that this loop blue might look at this a little bit differently bubba joe i crazy enough i kind of agree with you uh i think stony dude does that's who i was talking to earlier today on the other hand some people may not some people may say hey listen uh dragon keeper says uh i'm ops 59 i'm doing it kind of now and then silent caliber says i'm 58 and i'm doing it dr juby says i'm at 56 and i'm kind of lackluster about it i'm kind of lazy about it here's the thing this is a very clear trend. The higher ops you go, the less rewarding it becomes. And this is one thing that, that we talked, right, Stony Dude? The one thing that we talked about with Scopely earlier today was that, yo, like, 
If you want players to engage in something, then it needs to have value to everybody. Bubba Joe just kind of demonstrated it. I've demonstrated it by, by you guys seeing my favors. I think that I'm not off the mark, Bubba Joe, when I said that this month wasn't exciting or interesting or, or engaging to me. Again, I agree with Bubba. I love the hostel, but I feel like that was a puzzle we solved in a week. Now what? Now we just grind hundreds of ships a day. Well, and I think you you said this at the beginning of the arc, and I, I just think you were saying it for the wrong reasons. What? You you at the beginning of the arc That's were like, right. this is not interesting. <laughs> I did but you say like, that. You convinced me I was wrong. Hostile. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you said I was wrong, Bubba Joe. And I said, another new hostel, another new grind, another black. And, and the hostel's not just another new hostel. It's not a stupid hostel. It's not, you're saying you've solved it. I challenge you to have solved it. I really do. Because no, I think, I don't think, what I'm saying is we I know think, what we need to do. I think we have ways to attack this loop. And I think that there, I don't know that we have found the optimum ways to attack this loop. Now, if you're at the low end of the loop, I get that your options are limited. But I challenge you, DJ, that you have found the most optimum way to engage in the in the hitting of the hostels. I Won't think matter. There are lots of ways to look at it. Won't matter in a week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's your hint. Okay. Well, it. To, you know, it. Sorry. All I'm saying is this. Was it cart before the horse? Maybe again, Bubba Joe, because I mean, the, I don't know. So I, I, so I have not been, things. I've not been motivated to play. Like I, that might be so just where, I, where so, I leave it. And no. so there, DJ, there are things about this loop that are, that are pain points, right? Whether it's the loot or the number of hostels or number of holes you have to devote to this. Those are all things that are fixable. Okay. Yeah unless they are going to errata and change and drastically change the favors, my answer isn't going to change. I agree. There is nothing that they could introduce that is, that there's literally nothing they could introduce this side of millions of Sigma a day that I would even care about if they don't fix the favors. Millions? That seems a little high. Millions per day. Millions? Millions. <laughs> I don't know. I don't that seems like I mean again, I'm not playing in your in your realm, but millions of Sigma? Is that I thought the No scale Dragon of, Keeper. I'm using the correct term. It's millions, not billions. Millions of Sigma per day? Millions. Huh. Anyway, anyway, listen, uh, somebody asked a question a minute ago. Well, have we looked at all the favors? DJ, what do you think about emergency protocol? We actually spent a great deal of time at the beginning part of the arc talking about why this one's garbage. Bubba Joe, you may remember. I'm going to read it to you. You tell me why it matters or doesn't uh, before we wrap up this segment. At the beginning of each round of combat, a specific ship type with its specific ship ability below 35% hull health will repair a percentage of hull damage taken from hostiles in the previous round of combat. At level one, it starts at 3%. At max, it goes to 20%. Bubba Joe, does this matter for people? Nope. 
Basically, it's a simple 20% net reduction if you win, live to the next round. If you're max. No, it's not a 20% net reduction. Well, damage reduction of 20% because you're getting 20% of the damage they did back. And so what happens when you get to zero? Well, that's why I said. if you, As long as you live to the next round. I, what we determine for those who asked about not this. Saying it's good. I'm just summarizing what it is. You're you're not wrong, Karkin. I think that's fair. What we determined, uh, Commander Green, when we were talking about this, is that it's good for maybe an extra shot or two. Okay, that that's kind of how we figured this out. In some certain cases, it could cross you over to the next round, but this is not as great as it sounds. All right. It if, is, it's going to buy you an extra shot or two. We we did the comparison. Um, I I sincerely doubt it's an extra shot or two, DJ, because we've talked about how much whole damage you're taking when your shields are gone. And in this case, yeah, thirty five percent of whole health. Your shields are gone. It's not even thirty five percent of your total whole health. It's thirty five percent of what you had at the start of the battle. So if you came in damaged, it's thirty five percent. No, of not even. It's so, worse than that, Bubba. It's thirty five percent of the damage you took in the previous round. It's not even starting Correct. hell, not capacity. It's 35. No, no, no. Yeah. No, talking no, no. About something else. No, no. Because that's only 20%. It does not trigger until you are below 35%. Oh, right, 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 right. Right, yeah, you got to be below 35%, which means your shields are gone, which means you're taking 80% of, well, pretty much, uh, unmitigated. You're taking, so call it 80% of the damage straight to your hull, okay? Right. Uh, and, if if you're, this... and if you're fighting Zindi, it's ignoring your shield anyway. Correct. Correct. If this added shields, it's an entirely different discussion. I but just repairing uh, holes worthless. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not going to call it worthless. But at these bonus levels, it's not extending battle the way that I think they yeah. might have wanted oh, to there extend battle. They're very useful. Here. So if DJ, it was useful, if level five of this was 100 percent, but had a chance to trigger it would be worthwhile. Agreed. Yeah. That could potentially extend battle up to the 100 round cap. Imagine, I mean, crazy enough. All right. Now, I don't think they would ever do 100%. I want, I want like I don't that, think I want like that 10% chance to restore 20% of my health. Wait, what? I want that like 10% chance to restore 20% of my health bar. Like the whole the chunk of the bar. They won't ever base it off of a percentage of your own health. Otherwise, well, they're whatever, making you that better. Meant, like, they do. Giving I know everyone a Leslie. I mean, I don't really care how they do it. It's just I want that to be the end result. Oh, I don't agree with that. You want a 10% RNG chance at restoring 20%? The, at, the max amount, at the max amount of favor. Oh, of your total health. Yeah. That's why they've based it off of the damage done rather than the percentage. If the intent so, is grinding longer, you need to be able to grind longer. So, so, so I Blue, like you know I why like that this. won't happen. Yeah. Go ahead. Blue, that won't happen because what you're describing says, look, I'm mostly damaged. Let me go clear a system of miners and PvP <laughs> to fully repair my ship. <laughs> and let's go do some more raiding. <laughs> I mean, possibly as well, but I well, also think the, the players have traditionally not enjoyed, Bubba Joe, correct me if I'm wrong, players have traditionally, uh, traditionally not enjoyed chances, relying on RNG. All right, we, we typically don't like that. 
All right. We'd like to see something a little bit more consistent on ability. It's a little a- bit more a- solid. Anything below 100% is 0% for Bubba. <laughs> 50% is 0%. 70% is 0%. That's fine. 99% is might as well is... be 0% at the rate I succeed. <laughs> the main problem with his plan comes from the percentage based off his own health. Like Bubba said, he could go around and heal himself up on tinier stuff. Yeah. Well, not yeah. if he did a, like, not if he did like a level of hostile versus ops of the player to make sure you're hitting what they're intending you to hit. Yeah. Well, listen, at the end so, of the day. So, so DJ, let me just, because. I get it, right? There are things in here. This is this is something we've had a long discussion earlier this week about my stance on um, the G5 Armada chests, right? You remember me saying how they're crappy and people are like, no, this is great for me. Yeah, you're wrong on that so, one. But why? Why are you wrong on that, Bubba Joe? Are you wrong for so, you or are you wrong for me? So what I'm saying from my perspective of when the G5 chests launched uh-huh. is still correct. For your perspective. Which, for an Ops 60 perspective. Which, now, someone that's coming in at like 52 going, I love this chest. It helps me with all these good things. Fine. It's good for you. It helps you. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't want it at Ops 60 to be better for you. Correct. Or at Ops 59 or Ops 58. Yeah. You should want it to be better for you because then you can engage. Then you can say, hey, I'm going to continue to engage in this loop because I know that I'm not going to get worse as I go on. And if they had done that smartly, there would be a reason to do that. This loop is going to offer benefit to people who are in G4 and G5. And we can say that the 40s may be struggling with it. Maybe you got to be 42. Fine. Sure. I'm not going to limit that point. But they added no value for anyone north of G5. And if this had come out the month before G6 came out, I could excuse it, right? I could say, yep, you've given this for G5 and, you know, we wouldn't know that Sigma's coming out and everything. But to do it after G6 came out is the worst kind of terrible game design because it is either maybe incompetent (laughs) or willfully trying to oppress and and suppress oppress the G6 players from engaging in it. Oppress? You had to use that word? All right, listen. <laughs> I think they have I think they have malicious forgetfulness. Like, oh yeah, we released G6, didn't we? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> listen, it could also be that we haven't seen everything yet. Could also be that it's only part 1. However, I am also on record saying why launch incomplete pictures? Why launch stuff that looks bad? And I am not going to, I am not going to back off of that point. I now know what's coming. Okay, it doesn't change how I feel about January because January came out incomplete, and I continue to maintain and continue to fuss that this is silly. Why do that? Well, you know, I, mean, I just we both don't know why it. they do it, but they we just know that there's just they really should stop. You gotta stop. I mean, first impressions, man. First impressions, right? <sighs> like you're, they're a marketing firm. Market it. <laughs> Make me want it. Okay? Make me wanna do it. Because I'm not feeling it right now. That being said, um Well, that's probably all I'm gonna say right now. It's not complete. There is more coming. 
there might be, and I'm not saying for sure, there might be something that comes next month that might reinvigorate my interest in this loop. But as of right now, and as I told Scopely earlier today, this is not, I'm not feeling it. You know, just like Dr. Juby said, just like Silent Caliber said, yeah, just not, I mean, I'll do it here and there. Same thing. Same thing uh, with me. Like, if I have time, like, it's literally at the bottom of my to-do list. I currently don't even have enough loot to go out and do a single chest. And am I going to do it today? No, probably not. Because I don't care. Make me care. Okay? Make me care. Bubba Joe. Hold um, on. Hold on. Yeah. Spectre. You're doing the reputation. You're doing the faction reputation gain, or you're doing the ex-Borg reputation gain? Wait, what? Because I'm curious about no, this. Okay. No, Ex-Borg reputation gain? Ex-Borg reputation? Because the faction reputation gain is just awful. <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking about. That. Here's the thing. Why, though, Spectre? Spectre says reputation gain is the only thing I'm doing. Why? Because if you're if you're not going to get involved in the favors, then why do you care about the rep? Which, by the way, I'm in the same boat. Look at look at everything. Are, uh, the mega chests. Look at everything I've got unlocked here, and I haven't even bothered to start. Like I just I'll put it in the graphics room. That's how many favors that I could actually go after, Bubba Joe. I can't say the same thing for other favors in the game. Bajoran, buddy, I was cracking those things as quickly as possible. I can't actually say that. I can't actually say that about this loop. Look at all this stuff that I could that I could start on. I just don't care. You know? I don't know. That being said, Bubba Joe, that was that was kind of your topic. Uh the rewards from the Zindi loop. Do people actually care? Let me come back uh and ask one other uh, question from the point. Hey, Blue, what do what do you have from the month of January? Griffin well, will come to you like and Carter to too. Uh, yeah. for the Zindi, uh would we agree though that the hunt for the Zindi strategy was nice. Like, yes. The only issue with agreed. it was that there was no why. Like, why bother? Like, yeah. As long, as long as there was a why bother, the loop is fantastic, right? Uh, fantastic. Oh, might not, be a strong no, word. Sorry, fantastic is not. Is, might, sorry, sorry. That was the wrong word. <laughs> that um, might be a strong word. Scopely, Scopely parameters, wrong word. Um, you know. <laughs> Walter says it's epic. But, All right. But um. the, uh, like, Zindi would be a lot more interesting if there was, like, gold at the end of the road. <laughs> Versus just like the the mountain that you have to climb. Like, is there a reason yeah. to climb the mountain? It's a mountain. Well, oh. here's here's the thing. I've <laughs> seen the next arc, and I still don't know if there's a pot of gold at the end of the tunnel because I can't see everything. I can only see the concept, and I just don't know. I mean, it's still, I just don't know. Like, they're going to have to sharpen it up. It's going to have to. But, but it comes down to something that you and I have always kind of mostly agreed on. It literally comes down to rewards. Right? What does this do for me? Is it worth my time? We come back and we talk just like we started the show with uh, materials for Tear Up Catalyst. Is it worth my time? Is it worth my spend? Is it worth my investment for as a currency exchanger? This, you know, if you really put on glasses and try to try to cut through all the all the fog, Bubba Joe, everything in this game is a currency converter when you consider time as a currency. You know what I'm saying? Like. If you consider your time as a currency, then everything in this game is a currency conversion. Just depends on whether well, or not it's worth it. And you know, think of how much money of- claim all saved players. Unfortunately, not enough because I mean, yeah, it helps in that one section. But how many buttons do we still have in our refinery tab? I mean, I- I've lost count now. So Five, many need claim 50, all. There's so fifteen tabs in the refinery button. Fifteen. 
You know, yeah, why can't there be a why me, can't there be a collect all triple, collect all si- double, collect all single? I, by by the way, I'm not complaining, Benny Hill. It is still welcomed. I just feel like there's more work to be done on that. Like I don't think the claim all button is a check off the list. We got it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, yes, we took a step in the right direction. We're not done with that project yet, in my opinion. That's right, Samo. It's a good first step. They should step that up. Well, as long as they bring <laughs> always good for first, I'll be fine. As long as they what? It, as long as they bring sliders back first, I'll be fine. Sliders back on multiphasics, which we were already told that should have been back uh, at the mid-month patch. It didn't make it. So, yeah, just, you know, version uh, control at its best. Scopey should work hard to make those kinds of things. And then when they really mess up, they just whip one out. Like, ta-da! <laughs> and like, you know. Yeah, the they did. Like, it was oh, called, they're so, they're so they great. sure did. It was called Tal. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> Blue Mandalorian, let me ask you. Anything that stood out to you, anything that we really haven't talked about today, uh, if you've got something new, uh, something that stood out as either good or bad for Enterprise Part 1, the month of January, what what was your big consensus on the month? Sounds like you actually hold uh, a different position on Zindi, which is fine. Uh, let's see if we can find something else to talk about. Officers, maybe, the yeah. double treasury, uh, military supremacy. What, what do you got this month? Oh, military supremacy. I, I didn't. I even see that I was, I'm 55, so I don't have to deal with all that. I am. Oh, you listen, are no longer. You're the, no longer I'm happy immune, that the, sir. Uh, I'm happy that the line is starting to be drawn between 55 and 56, though. Uh, that line in the sand uh, before they just. I'm just hoping that someday they'll realize that there's just even if they stood their ground on it, there's just literally no sense in SL being grade different grades against each other. Uh, and guys, like, you know what I'm hearing. Of, SLBs. I'm hearing that Blue is not yet aware that military supremacy is back all the way through G6. Oh, no, I know. I know that. I just, uh-huh. it's starting at 56 plus, though, right? No. Or is it still my offs, too? Oh, I guess oh, I, yeah, no, I guess can, it doesn't help it. that I, I guess it doesn't help that I built all three G5 uncommons because the, the epic G5 chest basically threw the ships at me. I'm pretty sure that's uh, how it's always been. Honestly, I think I think it's always had a degree of of ship. Like Bubba, we never really narrowed it down, but it always had something to do with a tier of ship, right? Like or how many? Like if you've got the appropriate rep, but see it wasn't all 3. I'm thinking it was like maybe 2 of a certain tier, something we never really got it quite figured out, but it definitely has something to do with how many faction ships you've got. All right, definitely. Uh, so but, I don't know. But by, by the time you figure it out, though, the event's over. So it's like I stopped trying to figure it out. <laughs> well, we never did figure it out. Even four years ago, we never solved it completely. Uh, I thought I had it, but then rules got violated. Oh my gosh! Oh no, I probably can't say this. This is privileged information. Listen, Bubba Joe, let me ask you: um, If something is four years old, can I tell a story that's private uh, NDA information? <laughs> oh. oh my god it, that was gonna, so quick is it gonna reappear no <laughs> i just had three staffers all immediately pm me with capital nose <laughs> until it's released it's a no right clearly clearly the accusations earlier in the week are correct i am i am now a chill I, because i agreed with scopely <laughs> I imagine that their drawing board, so like fast. their parts of the drawing board, have quite a bit of dust on them. <laughs> oh, that was so fast. Oh, my God. Seriously, I don't even think the sentence was finished. 
and I got three PMs immediately. That's because they know it's the March Arc, DJ. That's because they know it's the March Arc. Oh my God. That is so funny. You guys just made my day. Thank you so much. Oh my God. Woo! Okay. Well, then. Pretty whoa. sure NBA statute of limitations is three years. Yeah, listen, I think this happened more than three years ago. I'm allowed to talk about it now. Oh my God. That makes Roll my gut good. hurt. That makes my gut hurt. Griffin. Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> that was so good. Uh, Griffin, let me ask you, and then we'll take a break. Karkin and Putz, I want to come to you after the break. Uh, Griffin, what stood out for you this month? I know that you you told me that you actually did play a little bit more. You were a little bit more engaged. You even had talked and, and come to me about actually hosting a podcast or two because you felt like there were things to talk about. You felt like there were things there that were. that that you did enjoy about this arc. What was a high point slash low point for you? Well, the high point from a daily player is the, the knowledge of how this game works and how there is always a step one that does not fully explain until you get to step three or four. And just the idea of getting ahead of it and doing those double pulls and staying on top of the favors because I did not for the Cardassian loop, and I ended up regretting it. If I could go back and do that again, I would have done that differently. So being invested in finding the right path to kill the Zindis and staying on top of that favors loop was interesting to me. I felt engaged in it because I wanted to be ahead. It gave me the opportunity to feel like I was getting ahead since so many people were not engaging in the double pulls, which I liked. The other thing that I really liked about this arc that never gets love and nobody seems to care in this community, I don't know why, but the narrative, the storytelling of the missions were oh. actually like watching an episode of Enterprise. Sure. Listen, I I've always been on you. I hear Bacula. See, Heck yeah, I man. loved it. I've always See, been I with was, you on that. I've always enjoyed narrative. I was narrative. afraid that was going to happen. That's why I clicked through them. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it was yeah, good. Yeah. The story but it was, was good. Like an episode of, it was great. Yeah, it was and how good. they folded that universe into the one that we're in now was actually, it made sense. It it did canon and I enjoyed it. So props and huge shout out to the people who worked so hard on that, who never get any love. I think it was wonderful. And I look forward to the next chapter. Now I, and we I can't have, all act like the first thing you do when you go back and like, find your, like there's a museum of you to immediately go to that museum of you. Right. <laughs> the, <laughs> like, here's the thing. I'm seeing out. this in the chat. I skipped the missions because the rewards suck. I, that's a tough one for me. Only because I kind of agree with Griffin. Now, obviously, we're both in the entertainment business. We both appreciate a good story. Um, the missions themselves are the reward for doing the mission, the missions, right, Griffin? Like that—that that might be the story, right? I like a story; it's entertaining. Yeah, um, it's so the mission rewards, Joker says, kind of always stink. I don't disagree. I think they've gotten stinkier over the last couple of months, but they used to be pretty good. All right, but the missions are still. I have always loved the story, and I will say there have been some missions that are better than others, but this one, Griffin, this might have been one of their better months. Like, I'm not putting it up there with Lower Decks. I think Lower Decks is probably always going to be one of the best ones, but this was better than all of TNG. It was probably better than all of DS9. Like, this was a pretty good narrative set of writing. I really enjoyed the mission story this month. And there was a cliffhanger, which I really highest, liked. It, indeed. And the highest compliment that I could pay them is that it really felt to me like, wow, were people who were involved in the series actually involved in this writing and storytelling because they really captured 
the essence and the spirit of the characters very, very well. And it kept me clicking through and reading. And that is yeah. very high praise. Yeah. Uh, now, Sorella, if I could say one more thing before we move on. Real there. quick. Sorella says, I like a good story, but I hate flying back and forth across a bloody map for no reason. That's why I use Disco for that. <laughs> Sorella, that's it, because I don't want to wait. Uh, I'm exactly like that with you. That that is my most used day of discovery uh, is when I'm doing when I've finally, finally decided to do the missions because I won't. I, I I can't. I'm with you on that. I just I just jump everywhere because I want to read Although, the book. I want to turn uh, the page and read the story. I don't want to wait three minutes in between pages. Occasionally, though, I go to FCC FCC dot space for the mission. If I and then list out like the the system planets that you have to go to, yeah. and I just send it like a ship to each system. Oh, you're such a time. nerd. You're and such I a just, nerd. And just do that. <laughs> it, depends, it depends on the situation. If I, I usually just zip around nowadays with Disco. In all fairness, Dragon Keeper, T'Pol was not mentioned as a mining officer in the narrative, which automatically makes it better than her card in the game. Uh, so <laughs> that's right. That. The, the part. The part that's immediately disturbing, though, is the apparent complete lack of connection between Tucker and T'Pol's officer abilities. That just seems weird for synergy officers. Like, I know it's yeah. not, like, historically not never been done. It's just weird right off the gate. It is weird, especially for them, you know, supposedly being, a you know, a romantically involved couple. Like, it, it just doesn't relate like some of the others have in the game. But, but whatever. Uh, we'll, we'll see more of that as time goes on. Uh, Griffin, we've got to take a break here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, one more point for you this month. You talked about narrative. Was there a down point? Yeah, I can do month? it in a minute or less. The thing that I the thing I didn't like very briefly is that, again, it's another brand new arc that is geared for the current train of players that are you're making the money, which are the 38, the 40, and plus. And I was watching a fellow streamer last night play Star Trek Fleet Command in front of 70 people. It was Bafty, and she was doing a great job, and everybody was new to the game. They're on level 1 through 10. And we started discussing what was new this month as you loaded in. And, you know, that content that we're talking about today, accessible to nobody who is just starting the game or playing newer. And the thing that kills me and frustrates me with this team programming this wonderful game is that we have all of the pre-made arcs like the Borg, like uh, 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 you know, everybody that came before, years before, the exchange arcs, things like that. I would really, really encourage them to think about rerunning arcs to people who are appropriately in a yes! age bracket and let them go through that a second time on their own so everybody has new flipping content to play. I agree with that. Or, Listen, we talked uh, to Echo about that years ago, a year ago, year and a half ago, and the response that Scopely had, the response that Scopely had was, we don't have the bandwidth to run multiple arcs per month. Right, that was basically the long and short of it. They came back and were like, "Well, we'd have to run two arcs." Mm, I, I, well, it's already made. The arcs already tried. made. Just trigger, trigger exchange to run once you hit level twenty, and leave it alone. You don't have to change a single thing. Just give them the opportunity to experience their narratives that we already have, as there are so many new players playing. I know, and you know, we're a dying breed. These forties, fifties, sixties—they're getting smaller and smaller. But there's a huge amount of new players. So what's happening for them? Nothing. However, they have give the them what you've means. already made and invested in. Well, they I have the technical means. It, it's it's just it's the uh, I think they've tried this before. It's the field training. That's how you got to do it. You got to have. But that's it not this. I mean, listen. I don't the motions like a whole plot line. Like I'm engaging. Like whoa, catch me up on this content. What am I supposed to do to figure out this content? This right. is how I do yeah. the loop. 
do it long here. And yeah. then you just keep going along, long. Field hitting. training is so supposed to be the answer. you just get like a little mini arc that's static. If field training is supposed to be the answer, then it's vastly underutilized. Okay, I don't disagree that it could Absolutely. be the answer, but it's vastly underutilized. Uh, Cruzito says they should have generational servers. They kind of already do, but they don't have the ability to generationally separate content, meaning that mission... How do I put this? If you had... A, ser- a, a, a brand new ops one player who transferred to a legacy server, right? And then you created the secondary arc for, you know, ops 20 and down. Even on your legacy server, they would still get it. Does that make sense? Because when they target, like, they don't target per server. I don't know. This is complicated to talk about. But long story well, short, they would have to basically run two different arcs. Okay, they'd have to have two different arc runners, and they and I will close with this. They've talked about how they can't this. do that, but I Don't agree. Stop. By the way, I agree. We've all talked about there needs to be catch up materials. There needs to be catch up mechanisms for some of these earlier players. Like who honestly remembers today? Who remembers how to earn a North Star or a Jelly or a Franklin? Oh, packs or a Botany Bay, and I don't mean with money. Well, the Botany Bay is a hard one. You need to find a mission. But I will close with this because I know we're taking a break. Scopely, don't solve a problem that's not there. You don't need to figure out how to run either or A, B. Do run two arcs at the same time. No problem. I'm not going to play the freaking exchange arc again. An Ops 20 will. So give them a chance. And that's all i got to say about that. Do you think... This is actually a really interesting concept. Do you think that if the entire galaxy was offered an arc from three years ago, do you think people would feel pressure to play it? No, not unless they're extremely bored. Like, why would I want to go through the Borg arc again? But I do want the people just starting the game to be able to. That is kind of an interesting concept, actually. So hmm. put that in your pipe and smoke at Scopely. That's fr- I'll give that idea to you for free. You're welcome. I think Yar's right, though. Massive numbers of players would whine that they hate the events. Do them anyway and then complain. Yeah, yeah. You want another worm arc? You want the worms back? I'm just saying. So, DJ, do you know where you put that? Hmm. In its own you tab. Put it in the holodeck. What? You put the arc in the holodeck. You say, the hey, arc. you want to play? You want to play in this arc again? Here's your access to doing it. Instead of it being you know, 500 or 5,000 of those tokens. It's 100,000 of those tokens or whatever. And you can save up to do that arc again, or you can go buy the pack and do the arc again. That's where you put that. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see something like that. And then it, it gives you a hidden token. As long as you've got that token, then you get those events on all 20 days or something like that, right? Exactly. Just give the new players a chance to catch up and get all the same characters and resources and shards that we got the first time around. And God forbid, advertise it so you're focusing on exchange this month for new players and Enterprise Part 3 this month for the uh, old players. Think of the one thing those new suckers, I mean spenders, that they could get. The one thing you'd have to change, and it's good that they did it this month, which is probably a nice transition for us to talk about, is you couldn't do auctions, right? Because you could start this on day six of a normal arc, not necessarily day one. And then right. you would have 20 days. But whenever that thing comes around, it's just an SMS. It's that SMS. And you can spend your materials or not spend your materials to get those officers. I'm curious. There you go. 
How many people, I've got two questions and then we'll take our last break. How many people would replay older arcs with secondary accounts because now they know how to play it better? What a great idea. I'm just, I'm, I'm just kind of curious about that now. Like, like you had mentioned, Griffin, there I know how to do that now. Like, I wonder how many people would actually go back and try to play the game on quote unquote expert mode, right? By playing it better. You've played through it now. Now you know what to expect. Like, I'm just kind of wonder. Secondly, um, I wonder about the engineering piece of this. We give Scopely a lot of grief, but if they ran two arcs, double the events, double the double the fun, <laughs> uh, would the game not just fall over? <laughs> I mean, would it would it not just just oh, good. poop its they own pants? They could devote even less attention to their stuff. <laughs> would it just would it just poop itself? I mean, I'm I'm kind of curious. Uh, and Necro, I'm not saying, like, it's just a choice, right? Like, you say no time to play the main account, let alone a secondary account. And I'm not what about the people who have hit the wall? What about people like Bubba Joe who have said, DJ. God, I'm sick of this. I am so, like, G6 is so bad. I'm going to wait. I still want to play Star Trek, but this is so bad that I'm going to do, I'm going to start a second account. And I'm going to play through Make it. Make the wall a out of rubber. DJ, <laughs> yeah. I, would not, I would not start a second account. But there are arcs I would replay. There are arcs that I would be like, I would right. gladly replay this, my main account. Yeah. I just wonder. K92 says, stop trash. around the track Canine, to get those Canine, uh, shards again. Are you being serious? Because if so, like, you're my only true friend. He says, stop trashing G6. It's wonderful. I need to know if he's being sarcastic, Bubba Joe. You keep telling me that he's being sarcastic. I think he's on my side with this. All right. But who's saying that? K9. You guys all think he's being sarcastic, but I think K9 Tooth actually genuinely likes G6. K9, I need an actual, legitimate, real answer. See, I really like it, truthfully. Truthfully. He likes it. He yeah. likes it. And he likes him. and he likes hazards. All right. I believe him too. I've got faith of heart. I don't I don't agree that <laughs> with how they released hazards. I think hazards should have been released uh as a like, like the expanse mechanic. Like, I, I bet it could be uh, still at this point, but it'd be nice if it was introduced as like the expanse mechanic where every grade is used to it, and then you got the G six great hazard. Yeah, it's like its own little flavor. Evidently, Canine Tooth likes watching his G six rares die to G five rares. Canine Tooth bought the ultimate troll prime. You guys leave him alone, K9. I got you, buddy. I'm with you, man. Well, <laughs> well. Also, think about think about well, how uh, think comment. about Thank the utility of think about the utility of the favor that heals your hull as you fight in a hazard space. Wait, what? Except that it doesn't work with what you take. Yeah, in if it had utility, mm. I mean, like, imagine if it had util enough utility to like heal you, where like you're actually it helps it helps mitigate. The woes that of hazard space would have been cool. Yeah, listen, they could do cool things. Okay, look here. Uh, Dare has the final comment, and uh, and then I'm going to take a break, and we'll come back and get ready to rate this arc. Uh, Durr says it would be great if they reran some key and vital arcs, such as Disco, such as <sighs> Sarko. I will never invest anything into getting those blueprints otherwise. And you know that. Wait, disco, disco. Totally. You should. You you totally should. Disco's. A, Why are you shuddering at Sarko? That would be a Lorca auction. Thank you very much. Well, I mean, I was just thinking about the ship itself. However, 
I mean, yeah. I do have the Sarko cloak, and I've used it before. <laughs> it's still just it's still just not good enough. It's just not good enough. Still. And the Sarko isn't even the best cloak in a territory control. The amalgam is. Yeah, the amalgam lasts 78,000 minutes. All right, so there's that. Anyway, all right, there you go. Interesting conversations, uh, interesting ideas from the month of January as we get ready to, to spin up on 2024. February is right around the corner, and uh, we'll discuss that and hopefully try to have you a hint right on the other side of this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast will return right after a word from these sponsors. You looking for ways to enhance your gaming experience inside Star Trek Fleet Command? Well, Surtail has the answers for your health and wellness needs, especially while gaming. Gaming. Gummies to sharpen the mind when you can't come up with 14 words where three would do. Surtail is an independent distributor of all aerial products that you would need to improve your gaming experience. Surtail also distributes bath salts, CBD creams and oils, weight loss products, protein shakes, workout aids, Delta 8 gummies, and so much more. Message Surtail on Discord or go to crazybunch.org. Talking Trek is brought to you in part by MN Toy Posse. MN Toy Posse is the biggest and best Facebook page all about toys. Meet other like-minded individuals that share in your same interest. Have hard-to-find rare toys or know someone looking for your special piece of nostalgia. Old toys or new toys, hard-to-find toys, doesn't matter. With MN Toy Posse, you can find it, buy it, or sell it. Visit today at facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. That's Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse for the toy collector in all of us. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Crappers, the disposable diapers that really ride up. Hi, I'm Chuck Chikowski, supervisor at the Groundhog Day Spa, the only groundhog facility in America recommended by two out of five disgruntled PETA members. Once again, PETA wants to change the annual Groundhog Day tradition in Pennsylvania. Here's more from Becky, our chief groundhog groomer. At our Groundhog Day Spa, we pamper the little furballs with full-blown TLC, or as we like to call it, totally ludicrous care. Full body sponge baths, deep tissue massages, plus a waxing regimen for the ladies, so Mr. Gopher won't go through six more weeks of celibacy. Cut, cut, cut. You can't call a groundhog a gopher. If we mislabel them, we could get in some serious trouble. Ah... That's probably Peter right now. The good old talk show might be dead, but the sales are just beginning at the late night leftover warehouse. We've got everything from Trevor Noah's fake laugh track to that Scottish guy's bad accent. Does that make me creepy? I don't know. And just in time for Jon Stewart's disastrous return to save the floundering Daily Show. By the way, we're getting all kinds of positive, positive reviews about uh, the new look here. We've got two-for-one sales on old scripts. You know, from when he wasn't so old and out of touch. Don't be sad, it's just life. The late-night TV leftover warehouse, where we'll resell anything just to stay relevant. That's right. Don't miss this month's special exit row packages, complete with top-notch views of the 10,000-foot fall to earth, semi-functional seatbelts, and all the booze you can drink, in case you need to be that passenger who takes one for the team. It's the risk-reward that could save you 20 bucks or maybe cost you a whole lot more. Blue Sky Airlines, where the prices are half off and the doors are half on. Blue Sky Airlines. All exit row passengers must complete their last will and testament before boarding. Blue Sky Airlines is not responsible for any emotional damages, therapy fees, or any bags or pets that may fly out of the plane. <laughs>
It's like I don't care about nothing, man. <laughs> Roll another. Yeah. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. <laughs> I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. My room is still messed up, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, cause I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> There you go. I appreciate you guys all being here. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good afternoon. Morning. Whatever it is. I was going to do the Zindi loop, but then I got high. Why? Because he got high. Because he got high. Because he got high. Welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. Welcome back. This is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Appreciate you guys all being here. Um, it, uh, thank you. Scalyback says there's 28 minutes of AM left. Okay. There you go. Good to know. 28 minutes. <clears throat> uh, there you go. Ouch. Okay. Now, uh, thank you. By the way, Papa Smurf, you know what I've been tinkering with Bubba Joe literally the entire show? Uh, Papa Smurf sent these to Oliver a long time ago. These are little, uh, Papa Smurf figurines. I've kept them in the studio and now they're just like my fidget toys. I, I just fidget with this all show long. I'm just playing and fidget. Uh, Cruzito says, can you answer why Scopely allows new players on the legacy or older servers? Yeah, they can transfer in, uh, because maybe they want to play with somebody. Maybe they want to play with somebody, right? Maybe you're going to bring one of your best friends in to play the game with you and you're going to bring them over to your server so that they can experience the torture and humiliation alongside with you. <clears throat> Just saying. She makes server transfer tokens SLB rewards. <laughs> no. Wait, is that true? Thank Bayonetta you, everyone. Says, Thank you. <laughs> and goodbye. God, you do this every show. This is why I've not done a show for two weeks. I was trying to put Blue Mandalorian through rehab. All right. That's, <laughs> that's what I was trying to do. All right. Uh, listen, as we get ready, Bubba Joe. feverishly writing things down. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba Joe uh, just hopped off the stage. I can only assume that he's in the car, probably got a phone call. We'll get him back here in just a moment. Um, however, I would like to uh, go ahead and uh, kind of come to Karkin for his high points and low points on the arc. We can ask putts. I think he might be uh, headed back to class. But uh, then we'll kind of briefly come at it with you guys in the chat. I do have a hint for you. <laughs> High points. Get it? I have a hint for you. And uh, and then we'll get ready to wrap up here today on our uh, first show back from extended hiatus. Um, Karkin, I appreciate you being here, man. You have not been fussy about the Zindi loop. Uh, let me ask. Because he got high. Because, because I got high. Uh, let me ask you. What about what about wave defense? Do you like? We haven't talked about that much today. What are you thinking about the new wave defense battle pass and the way that it's structured? Is this better? Have you been enjoying wave defense a little bit more uh, relaxing this month? Because well, you don't have to do it every day, so that's helpful. It allows I, you to work work it into your own schedule. For sure. For sure. And I think mine's already finished, and there's still like five days left. So I, I you know what? 
Now, this is completely my own. This is my fault, but I don't think I'm going to finish it. Uh, there's two more. There's two more events worth 40,000 points, right? The whole battle pass is worth 100,000 points, right? Is that correct? 100,000 points is the whole entire battle pass. Yeah, I missed one too many. I'm only yeah, going right. to I'm only going to get 80,000 points. I missed I missed one. I missed one. Uh oh, so man. yeah. Well, again, I've been busy. Dragon Keeper, no. No shame in me. I've been busy. And no, I'm not going to buy the Talking points about back. the wave defense or the uh the flash pass. Uh no, wave defense. On the wave defense. See, I mean there is there is technically a I hate I to say it, but there is a pack for that. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Uh I mean, yeah, so here's it. the thing. Here's the thing, guys. Yes, I know. I know it. This was very easy. This is because of my schedule, guys. It, it's nothing to do with that. I love this structure of the event so much better. Okay, I really, really do. But and and yes, for the record, there was an event, and then Griffin, you did the video on it. How many? How many of these events were there? Five or seven? There were seven bulwark there events. Were seven. There were seven. You slacker. And you only had to do five. And actually, as it turns out, you only had to do four if you did that opening event. Because it was also worth 20,000 points. So you only had to do uh, either five bulwarks or four bulwarks plus the opening event. That would give you the 100,000 points. I, I missed all that. <laughs> <laughs> I've got 40,000 40, points. I haven't done this one yet, so that'll put me at 60. If I do the one in three days, that'll put me at 80. I will end up being 20,000 points short. But that's my fault. Okay, I actually like oh, the structure. It. I like the structure much, much better. Much, much better. Karkin, has wave, yeah, has like wave defense better. improved for you? Like, is your team doing better with this? Are you still getting uh, – how is it working for the community? Are you guys making well, some progress now? It seems that now? there's two methods for people to go for, zone defense or man-to-man. -man. You're either big enough that you can carry your own little section, and it doesn't matter how much – you know, because you can hit everything. Um, or you got to, you know, run with, like, kind of a man-to-man -man where you're running with specialty ships – and everyone's moving around every single wave. Mm -hmm. uh, however, you know, and that kind of just kind of depends on what kind of group makeup. It does seem to be that the bigger you are, the more likely that you can just hit anything. So the zone defense is more your thing. Right. The real only, once you have everything down, it just becomes mixing those two aspects and trying to make that work. Medic says that the battle yeah, pass. Them. Medic says that the battle pass is still too difficult for wave defense. Is that, is that accurate? I don't know how accurate Maybe that is. Suck. Isn't it? Well, you suck. Stop it. You you just <laughs> have to give you. It gives you three days. Restricted. Okay, but and you still have every one a day basically if you're at your bare minimum, right? Yeah. So one. I don't. If you huh. and you only have to get to the five. Yeah. So that's or like kill. Have we even had the ones where you have to kill the hostiles with a certain type? That's the only. I don't know about that medic. It, it, just not getting to wave two doesn't seem doesn't seem like that's a, a big. I mean, maybe, maybe. I'm not. You know what? I'm not. I'm not going to dis. I'm not going to. You know, if I don't experience it, I just. I'm wondering if that is such. Well, if you get to wave miners. two, all you have to do is kit. Like you can let like what half of them through at least. So. That seems like a very low margin, not even killing up to where, you know, finishing the first That's wave. That's true. Like, if you didn't kill a so single hostile, you'd still survive one wave. Right? <laughs> I mean, you don't have to kill a single hostile and you can get to wave almost? two. Uh, almost? Yeah. 
pretty close. Just wondering about that. But I, I do kind of like- just enough people still don't know what the strategy is to surviving. And that's, I think, everyone's fault. Scopely's fault, really our fault. Hostiles. The communication is so you have to know a content creator in order to really know how to be good at waves or have an alliance who's really you know, propagating that out there or buying that awesome mouse pad. Yeah. Buy the mouse. So many people just don't know what to do. Still. Uh, by the way, uh, I was told today that my mouse pad is actually shipping out tomorrow. So I'm very excited about that. If you, if you don't have lubes, mouse pad or notebook, he put the wave defense, uh, chart on so many things. I think he's got a refrigerator magnet. (laughs) He's got, he's got so much. He's got so many things. There's a desk mat. Okay. I mean, seriously, he's got all of it. Um, but this might be his number one selling piece of merch of all time. Okay. He's got all kinds of stuff. Uh, Cruzito says, yeah, you can use a mouse pad with your mobile device. All right. I'm sure you could turn it into, a, a, a wallpaper. Uh, he is selling. Everything is better with lube toilet paper. All right. You've got, <laughs> you've got that as well, right? Listen, go, go give lube all your money. This is the best merch ever. Okay. Make it a cell phone case. Put the graphic on that. Yeah. Cell put the, phone put, case. Yeah. Bam. Make a cell phone case about it. Okay. Uh, Cruzito says, isn't this a mobile game? <laughs> You probably don't like the answer. All right. You're probably not going to like the answer anymore. No. I dare I say, Griffin, agree with me if I'm wrong. Bubba Joe, this is no longer a mobile game. It's a PC game that can be played on mobile. That's my personal Absolutely opinion. Absolutely correct. Yeah. I, and there's evidence because no, the evidence I, I supports disagree. that, given how terrible it is on mobile. I Well, there's <laughs> that. But I disagree. I disagree because if it was a PC game, it would be significantly more stable than it is. People would not <laughs> put up a, with this I level of stability s- for a PC game. Yeah, I mean, it, it's okay on my PC. It never really crashes out on me. Like, I can play Waves all day on PC. I, I don't think he's talking about that part. I think he was talking about what's being fed in. <laughs> You mean like the actual game or the actual event or like what? paying attention to like, oh, we forgot a grade in this event oh, <laughs> or like right. that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of so, thing would still happen. So, yeah. So I, I guess I caught the back end of the conversation. Are people saying waves are complicated because. Yeah. People still fussing about waves. Not. People still fussing about waves. I, mean, I don't know how to tell this to but people. One not, of those those and it doesn't change. By the way, by the way, if you're, if you're, uh, wanting to to know what I'm talking about. Lube is another STFC content creator. He's over um in the uh, in the EU servers. Uh, he's a great great guy. I love uh, love hanging out. Um, but he came up with the best idea of merch ever. Uh, when it comes to wave defense, I just put a couple of them in the graphics room. He's got a notebook. Uh, and the mouse pad. I actually bought the mouse pad. Okay. Uh, the mouse pad is great. So. Uh, Dragon Keeper says, there are no other CCs but DJs. Well, yeah, then you would have been screwed for the last couple of weeks. All right. <laughs> uh, listen, uh, between Lube and Samo and, and Tiberius and, and Rev, you guys carried the torch while I, I hid underneath a bridge uh, and lived in a box no one for shell two covered me. Um, uh, there you go. Yeah, I just I moved underneath a bridge for two weeks. Um, but, uh, no, in all seriousness, there's, there really are some fantastic, uh, content creators out there for this game, uh, including the newest, uh, 
Bafty, the Baftiest, who uh, took a, a Stream Element sponsorship. You guys should go check that out. She is a brand spanking new level one learning how to play this game. If you want some entertainment. Uh, oh, no, she's level eight now. Ooh, she got level eight you, in five hours. She got to level eight in five hours. Oh, she's doing it wrong. You guys didn't buy did her any packs. To mention, <laughs> did you forget to mention longtime supporter of the show, Iron Chef? Iron Chef. As a matter of fact, no, I didn't forget Bubba Joe, but thank you for, for the transition. Uh, Iron Chef uh, has started a new tradition here, which I very much love, and will be uh, hosting the Arcfall Extravaganza. See, he's kind of put together this team of expert streamers, Bubba Joe, that are staying with you guys through the entire night, the night before maintenance. So uh, I put that in the graphics room as well. You got Scribbler, Iron Chef, Samo, Morbid John, and Captain Jesse, who will uh, take over the stream at 11 p.m. Eastern after we do our sneak peek. And there will be a sneak peek that we're providing to you this coming Monday, uh, this coming Monday night. So we'll provide the sneak peek, and then we will hand it off to the likes of Iron Chef and his merry team of bandits over there who will carry you through the night into maintenance. And, uh, yeah, Iron Chef, absolutely phenomenal. Love him and his family. Uh, there is a great, great community of content creators here, and, and I'm super proud of each and every one of them for kind of uh, carrying the torch and, and keep on pushing through when things got things got a little bit absent, got a little bit uh, challenging for me, they continue to to uh, work unhindered and without supervision, and uh, and so they they did a great job. I really appreciate all those guys. Uh, Scribbler is hosting this one. Is that what's happening? Okay, so I, I know what they're doing. Yep, Scribbler's hosting this one. What they've been doing is rotating them around on their channel. So I thought Iron Chef was doing this one. My fault. Thank you. Doug, for the correction. That's right. Twitch.tv slash Scribbler underscore SB. That is for Miss Shauna Benson. She will be hosting uh, this coming one on the fantastic team of five. Vic says, are we getting Archer? Please don't tell me that he's Zindi only or something. Oh, Vic, I can't tell you anything like that. <laughs> no, there's no Archer because that's how Scobies does things, right? They never release the captain. Ever. I bet we get Archer and he's a mining officer. <laughs> Only below deck. Um, Why would you say such a thing, Bubba Joe? <sighs> I mean, mean, I think it wouldn't surprise me if they just try to make Trevor uh, a mining uh, officer just because I oh, he grew up on a mining ship. Think, he's a mining officer, right? Even though mining was the exact think, lifestyle he chose not to have. <laughs> I think the rest of the crew for the NX-01 is going to be mining officers. Oh, no. Master Yodi says, I mean, uh, yo, DJ, are you ever going to do a pack or what? You know, crazy enough, Lube and I were actually talking about this today. Uh, yeah, no, I keep trying to do a pack. I do. But, guys, <sighs> Scopely is so flipping slow. Bubba, tell me if this sounds familiar, okay? I build a pack, I share it with you, I get excited. Scopely's like, okay, we'll consider it. Then a month later, a month later, they'll come back and be like, okay, we got this approved. In the meantime, they have totally dissected my pack and, and sold every... Listen, this has happened three times where I tell them what I want to put in my pack and then they turn around and run their own sales on it. It's pissing me off, Okay. And then, then they come back and be like, okay, you want to run your pack now? And I'm like, no, you just did it, you people. 
You just stole my idea. You all made all the money. And so I've written three different packs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've whoa. written three you're different packs. Me, you're telling me that you're sitting on the chance to manipulate Scopely into selling what you want them to sell? Well, apparently they've done it three times. They've done it three this times. This is a two-way street here, DJs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was like, I give up. I need rep. Uh, yeah, you know what? Let's just know. go with something simple. All right, just billions and billions of rep and lots and lots of tritanium and a bunch of sigma. Okay, how about that? Uh, no. So then, you want, you they, want rep, DJ? All you got to do is level up. They keep coming back to me like, okay, you ready to launch your pack? And I'm like, no, you just sold that like last week. So I've written so many different packs. I've written so many, and I'm just done. I'm done. Like, they just did it again, and they were like, okay, well, we'll uh, we'll call you next week so we can get your 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 pack uploaded. I'm like, whatever. Like, if it ever happens at this point, cool. I'm pretty much just done trying. Okay. Or just have a pack <laughs> that you get to you get to say, run this again. Then you get to choose like a good uh, day one pack. I'm so like, I'm so annoyed by it. I'm so annoyed by it. I mean, seriously, I really am. All right, Bubba Joe, we need to uh, we need to go ahead and and rate this arc. Um, or you could design a treasury. <laughs> I don't even want to. I don't have. I, I I'm losing any interest at all in trying to find things to sell. <laughs> okay, like seriously, because they'll uh, make five treasuries first. <laughs> I know, I know. Listen, listen. Uh, I'll talk to you off the air. Anyway. I, I will have one complaint. I'm getting low PMs point about again. Wave defense. <laughs> I'm getting PMs I have, again. I have, one, I have one low point about wave defense. Complain? You're complaining about my, wave defense? Not for my main account, but for my alt, which on Sunday decided to run a wave with a couple of the people and said, okay, let's start. Hit start. Nothing happened. I am still in that wave uh, since along with three other people where our ships are still stuck there. I go like, Seriously? oh, I'll just submit a ticket. I go to settings, health FAQ, click it. Nothing loads. Oh, okay. No. How else do you submit a ticket? <laughs> oh, use the in-game client, Scopely says. Okay, then. I guess I'll just sit here. <laughs> go to the just website like... <laughs> or, or PM a community manager well, I, because I, they're I very like present. Thing. I, sent, I sent like an email thing and then just like, oh, let's just let's just bounce this around business day wide until we figure this out that this is an STSC ticket. <laughs> you know, uh, just because there's no other direct loop. <laughs> hi, Supershot. Supershot says hello in the chat. Hello! What's up? Welcome. All right, Bubba Joe, uh, let's get this thing on the road here. Let me find Let me find the appropriate button. Let's go ahead and grade this art. I am on the road. What are you doing? <sighs> Trying to find the right button. Where? Yeah, it sends you to the website now. Where there's no ticket submission. <laughs> Where's the where's, where's the, the thingy for there's the no button submitted ticket? <laughs> nope, that's not it. Nope, that's not it. Hey, oh, that's not it. I can't find Here the button. I can't find. Where's my art grading button? I might not have put it in here. Did I put it in here? Art grading button. No! <laughs> that's not the right one. <laughs> that's not the right one. Whoops, sorry. Uh, <laughs> That was actually really funny. It didn't mean I honestly didn't mean to do that. Um, I can't find my my arc rating button. Wait, is this it? No, that's not it. Is it? No, that's not it, right? Yes, it is. Is it? This is it. it that was it. It can be. Or is that one? This is no. One. No. He's looking for the trumpet fanfare. Yeah, I thought it was the Olympic bed. I can't find a button for it. Here, let me just uh, come up here and I'll hit this button. All oh, right, there we go. That's correct. You're that's right. right. You do the Olympics. All right, yeah, I do the Olympic bed. 
Okay, yeah. Oopsie. <laughs> it's so you, cute, isn't it? Do you pay NBC? No, I don't pay NBC. Why would I pay? Baba, stop it! You don't you're gonna think get me... they own this? You're going to get me in trouble. Does NBC own it? I thought the Olympics owned it. I will guarantee you they own this too. <laughs> well, for audio, I'm licensed. So what's happening here on Twitch is I'm currently getting a copyright strike. Don't worry about it. Okay, that's... That may be currently so happening. Currently, the solution is turn it up and make it louder. Yes. Oopsie. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to rate the January arc, of which I know so many people were so enthralled with and so excited about. So let's go around the horn. Karkin, uh, you had an opportunity to kind of come up and say that the Zindi Loop wasn't that terrible for you. Do you find it, as an Ops 42, do you find it to be rewarding? Was this worthy of your screen time in the month of January 2024? Karkin's like, hang on a second, I gotta finish this block. I just had to unmute. Yeah, right? I to, <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Uh, Where's Karkin's music? Hold on. There Dad. are things with the favors that have given me advantages. I've already noticed an increase in parts uh, acquisition. Um, most of my other stuff has gone into stuff that's gonna help me with the loop. So actually increasing or getting benefit does seem to be something that's still to come. Um, but because where I landed in it, like I came in pretty strong, I'm able to use my loot crew for the event. So I'm pretty much doing it in the time frame that they stated, you know, a good five minutes of effort, five, 10 minutes of effort, and I get what I need to do. Now that it's been dropped down, of course, but so I guess maybe it doesn't exactly you know, equate to what they said. Well, I will say now that it, now that it has been dropped down, I, I probably feel irresponsible. I, again, this comes back to the motivation I have for it. It also, only takes me five minutes, but I'm still not keeping up with it. You know, like that's what's terrible. Like it does only take me five minutes and I still don't care. I'm just hoping that they can turn around and give me something in February that makes me actually want to, to really get excited about this loop because right now I'm not feeling it. Karkin, how did you feel about the rest of the arc and what would be your final rating for the opening month? of the year 2024, the quality over quantity year. I wasn't going to go in for tr Tucker initially. Um, I, I was going to just let the little boost, you know, maybe something I get later might not be. But I, I actually misread that th I thought his crit damage reduction thing was under deck. So it was like the first week I went like heavy in and I'm like, well, I guess I'm in now. Let's do it. But uh, I liked the path. I totally agree with your progression aspect where uh, everyone has more of a chance to get it as long as they can put in the amount required rather than the random one to five people in a month. Um, so I like the, the SMS was solid. So I could have done with a few more. I, I don't feel, it didn't feel overwhelmed with events. I didn't even feel like, like you said, rewards maybe seemed a little shy for effort, but uh, didn't hate anything about it. So seven, five, like or so, you know, wow. seven. Okay. Seven, between seven and eight. Seven and a half for Karkin. I should point out that he is an Ops 42. Cruzito at Ops 59 agreeing with him at an 8.5. Snack Attack at Ops 64 supporting Bubba Joe's thesis at a three. 
out of 10. Dr. Juby at 8 out of 10, a little slow, typical of an opening arc, and we don't talk about that enough, Bubba Joe. We do, that is a thing. Like, part ones of arcs are almost always kind of the, the slower-paced ramp-up, but Dr. Juby saying kind of slow, but no major bugs, no major engineering issues. It worked. This month was fine. Just fine. Not great, not bad, just fine. An 8 out of 10, though, is what he's uh, giving it with that. Um, let's come on down. Joker giving it a 3.7 out of 10. Nothing but officers to do for anyone sub 40. And I would kind of honestly argue their Joker is there really anything to do with the officers when the heroic milestones were so high. Like, did you, Joker, did you actually unlock Trip Tucker? I'm curious about that. Wolfwood giving it a 4 out of 10 as an Ops 39. Enterprise Actual at 6.5. Sopal at 2 out of 10. Trek Diva at 6. Gobbler at 6. Tarpitude at 5. I kind of wasn't motivated to play a lot. Um, Lloydson at 3.75. Pirate Yar at 7 out of 10. Let's come to the chat. Griffin, where are you falling on the customer satisfaction rating? of Enterprise Part 1. It's important to separate the arc if you're grading the arc as compared to the state of the entire game. And this arc itself was entertaining, gave puzzles to solve, was new content to engage in, had interesting research associated with it, and a brand new faction tree. What's not to lie, I give it an 8. All right. Griffin and Car can be in very optimistic here on this Bubba Joe. <laughs> it's making me question my thought process. Uh, Lobot <laughs> Lobot gives the arc a 10 Bubba Joe because he didn't feel the need to buy any packs. All right. <laughs> Just Q giving it an 8 out of 10. Bubba, this is absolutely an indication of Ops representation in this game. It well, absolutely I is. I think it actually I actually have a different theory. I want to see how it plays out. I want to keep listening to the audience. Hang on. Nesbitt at Ops 56, giving it a 3 out of 10. Silvis giving it a 6.5. Uh, Bosman at Ops 53, giving it a 1 out of 10. Uh, Scalyback and uh, Scalyback coming back and saying no officers unlocked. Juby says, have we yet seen an Ops 61 Plus who did enjoy the arc? Uh, Shaka, when the walls fell, Ops 56 at 4. Out of 10. Grungandola at Ops 55. Bubba Joe, 8 out of 10. Warjarine, 9 out of 10. GP Factor, 6 out of 10 at Ops 41. Matt Dog, 7 out of 10. Board King says, I'm getting my Voyager tomorrow. Well, congratulations. Cut, it's about time. And that, by the way, just, just for the record, too slow, Scopely, for people to just now be getting Voyager. Too slow, too slow, too slow. That is too slow. Just in case you didn't well, hear me. Hang on, hang on. Let's cark it. Huts. That's true. You they, have your Voyager they got theirs faster. Yes. Board King. Right. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's is... like this is one that's on them if they didn't get it in time. Well, maybe, they, maybe, they, were, maybe they were behind. The cosmic cleanup. Maybe they were behind. Maybe they took Harry Kim and not the 50 shards. I'm just saying. You never know. I took Harry Kim. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> All right. Fine. Fine. All right. Then they was a little bit behind. But you know what? Congratulations anyway. It's a great ship. And that's actually a cool loop. I like that loop. All right. Uh, Kirko 
giving it uh, a 7 out of 10. Canine Tooth giving it 8 out of 10 at an op 67. But Bubba Joe thinks he's the weird one. All right. Tactical Creed. I think he's the troll. No. He sent me a PM. He's like, don't listen to these people. Tactical Cream at Ops 49 giving it an 8 out of 10. Huh. I must be... Funny. It's funny because what he tells me and what he tells you are different. <laughs> no. He's trying to sow discontent amongst our partnership? Would never guess that from K9 Tooth. This is... Uh, I ain't gonna lie. I am somewhat surprised. Baymax giving it a 7 out of 10. Um... Emperor Necro at Ops 55, so, giving it a six and a half out of 10. I, uh, so here's I am what surprised. I think is Bubba happening. Joe, please go. Here's, here's what I think is happening. So I, I, if you're ready for me to get my rating, I will. But I, what I think is happening is that most players, a lot of players, prioritize a bug-free experience. And we got that this month. We did. Like, there was a little lag sometimes, and there is still some lag, a little lag when you're doing wave defense. But this was more or less a bug-free month. And if you have a bug-free month, even bad events feel enjoyable. I want my ship back there. And the events aren't necessarily bad for some players. Some players are like, I'll go do this, or I can do this by killing a single freebooter, or whatever. So there are... A group of players that hey this game didn't throw up on them every other day that makes this an enjoyable experience outside of any other factor they got the officer didn't get the officer and there's a lot to be said about that and well. that's a different perspective than what i bring because i am far more forgiving of bugs than i am for game design decisions but i think that what you're hearing is is that people there, obviously, a lot of the people you're hearing from are in that G4, G, early G5 range where there's a lot of value to be had in this loop. But if you give players a bug-free experience, they will view things far more positively. And I think that that's a valid perspective. So the introduction of no new bugs is certainly different than saying a bug-free experience because there's still plenty of older bugs. The game's still crashing and, and things like that. <laughs> I, I would. Uh, <clears throat> Blue just talked about how his ship's been stuck in a wave for the last 17 days. All right. <laughs> how long? No. In all seriousness, how long have you been stuck? Four days? Five days? You said Sunday. Huh? Since Sunday. Sunday. So three three days now. So you know, yeah. I I don't know, and I can certainly, I can certainly vouch for the fact that my PC experience is far better than my my mobile experience, I, and that's why I kind of said what I said earlier. <laughs> the mobile experience is certainly still not not great. Um, and but, I was a little more lax. Like it's and actually this occurred on the PC. <laughs> All right. Um. I was on. I switched. I switched to the PC just so it could. Uh, uh, or, or did I actually? Oh. I, either, I right, tried the PC. Very I quickly. I tried the PC. Either way, it didn't fix it. Let's but, get. Uh, uh, the thing is that the other three people in there. I, it makes me think that someone else is also struggling to get out of it. Yeah, probably so. Uh, give us your rating very quickly. We'll come to Bubba Joe. I'll give mine. I'll give the hint, and we'll get ready to wrap up. Six point five out of ten, just huh. for the general. They 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 the, they get a good lot of good things, but just you know, there's still a lot of general uh, issues in terms of lack of explaining things. All right, or or the bracketing and everything like that, but. Well, Bubba Joe, that's probably going to make us the heels of this arc. I wasn't going to be quite as generous, but uh, Bubba Joe, let's get your rating on the opening arc of 2024. 
So I want to say that once again, for the 87th month in a row, can't get everything to come together. As I just talked about, it yeah. felt like engineering delivered something that was relatively bug free. No new bugs is a better way of putting it. I right. agree. No new bugs. Got it. And the Zindi hostels are an interesting hostel just to think your way through. I, I think there's more thinking your way through that than there is in Voyager, but you and I would just disagree on that. That's fine. But everything else, everything else about this, like I want, I would like to see this arc runner promoted out of a position where he can stop hurting players, make him VP of something, just, <laughs> just stop. It's so bad. Okay. <laughs> I cannot forgive some of the decisions made by the Ark Runner this time <laughs> and the lack of attention to detail. <laughs> so. Oh, you are such a jerk. <laughs> I said he should be promoted. <laughs> I didn't say fired. I said promoted to where he can stop hurting the players. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's oh, Jupiter Christmas. I'm sure Scopely needs a VP of public relations. They've got to <laughs> need one of those. Like, all right, put him there. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Yeah, I agree. Borkey's like, dude, that's messed Bro. up, man. That's messed up. Deathblade is like, boom! Like this. <laughs> Good God, dude. <laughs> Oh God, so, that is so funny! All right, I am, <laughs> I am routinely harsher about design decisions, whether it be arc design, game design. I am much harsher about design decisions that you have full control over God. and making bad decisions or obvious mistakes. So I am giving this arc, even though engineering nailed it, and I had a bug-free experience playing in the arc. I'm giving this arc a 1.9 out of 10. <laughs> okay. Oh. All right. Uh, everywhere it matters, I always like his. I always like his. He's giving the overall arc score a 7.17, Bubba Joe, uh, out of 10. And, and I'm going to explain why, because he actually does math on his. I, I don't know why or how he does this, but this is what he does. Uh, the Zindi Hostel design, Bubba Joe, he's going to agree with you. He says that gets a 10 out of 10. Finally feels like they threw a curveball at us, which required actual out-of-our-comfort-zone strategy to kill. Favors getting a 5 out of 10, pretty underpowered, not overly exciting. The Exborg Expansion Store getting 10 out of 10. The expensive completion bundles opening using different rarities of currency provides a nice slow progression of getting bonus boxes while saving for better favors. Events, he's giving 8 out of 10. Nothing super exciting, but a good blend of different events with good balance from start to finish. Engineering, 7 out of 10. New bug free. Mildly laggy here and there. Officers is where it killed it for him. 4 out of 10. To Paul is fittingly hot garbage. Trip is only slightly more useful. Um, <laughs> that's everywhere it matters, given the overall arc of 7.17. Maybe the ball needs to be bio-decontaminated. <laughs> yeah, maybe she needs to take a, a, a gel shower or something like that. Um, here's the thing. For me, um, I was actually going to come into this, Bubba Joe, with, with something a little bit different. I... <sighs> 
I was going to come into this and give it a five. The reason I was going to give it a five, Bubba Joe, is because I didn't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't angry about it, but I also wasn't excited about it. That's that's usually what we say. You know, one to ten, ten being extremely satisfied, one being extremely dissatisfied. And I wasn't satisfied nor dissatisfied. Like, I just, I just played. You know what I'm saying? Like, I played what I played. I wasn't heartbroken about what I missed. Uh, I did not feel the urge uh, or the anticipation of making sure that I got everything. I was just meh. You know, kind of like what I said at the beginning. I just, I wasn't excited. I didn't care about this month. And I and I find that to be concerning to me. And I don't like that feeling. It's not, um, that's not the feeling that I want to have when coming to the game that I play for fun. So I would like for it to be better, but I am going to give it a five. I wasn't angry about it this month, Bubba Joe. I just didn't care. And I feel like that. I feel like that makes it a five for me. All right, Sanguinator yeah, well. kind of agreeing five, just meaning that it was kind of a meh, and that's kind of what it was for me. It was kind of a meh. Uh, so that's where I'm at. Uh, everybody, any other final thoughts or anybody, uh, anything that anybody wants to share before we give the hint for the next arc, and then I'm going to get ready to bounce and uh, get ready to go. I'm going to apologize ahead of time, Bubba Joe. I haven't updated the Patreon list since like the beginning of January, so I'm not going to read it today. I'm really sorry. I need to work on that this week. Um, and, and I will try, but, uh, I haven't updated the list, so there's no sense in reading it. I'm very sorry. Uh, but I'll, I'll work on that. Bubba Joe, any final thoughts or anything you want to share before we get ready to go? <clears throat> um, so I really hope that if we get more Zindi engagement, that they have a consideration for everyone that this loop is for. Um, you know, this is an important feature, right? It's a brand new hostel seems like it's something they really want players to be able to engage in so make it so players can engage and get rewarded for doing so that's the one thing i'd like to say is that if they can fix the problem of having no value for g6 then i will readily stand up and say hey you got it you just took you a month to get there but if we get another meh you know for our, for g6 rewards from this loop i am going to be continue to be very disappointed and critical well that ties in pretty well to the hint that i want to give so i am going to read this hint and leave you to your conversations and your thoughts and your hypotheses as we prepare to move from january into february so ladies and gentlemen without further ado i'll give you your hint We've all guessed, and some may be right, about what will be coming soon to take flight. What the heck is... Oh, there it is. Sorry. Computer's messing up. We've all guessed, and some may be right, about what will be coming soon to take flight. But what will it do, or what can it see? This new ability is sure to split the community. There you go, Bubba Joe. All right, there you go. I'm going to read it to you one more time. We've all guessed, and some may be right, about what will be coming soon to take flight. But what will it do, or what can it see? This new ability is sure to split the community. Boom, 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 boom. boom. All right, there you go. Bubba Joe? I think we're getting an eagle. I, I think we're getting an eagle. <laughs> there you go. <sighs> Maybe a falcon. Interesting. Uh, Silvis wants a survey put in the graphic room. What survey? 
Yeah, I'll put a survey. What survey do you want? Yeah, give it to me. I'll put it up there. Uh, oh, the military. Oh, you're going to... That's cute. Silvis is going to try to crack the military supremacy formula. Okay, I'll put it up in the graphics room. There you go. It's up in the graphics room. See if you guys can crack the military supremacy formula, okay? Have fun with it. I tried for a year. I gave up. <laughs> all right. There you go, everybody. We have all guessed, and some may be right, about what will be coming soon to take flight. But what will it do or what can it see? This new ability is sure to split the community. Ladies and gentlemen, that is our show for today. Bubba Joe, final thoughts? Anything? Uh, I think I already got your final thoughts. Blue, final thoughts? Karkin? Anybody who has anything to say before we get ready to go, uh, I do want to thank our amazing audience today. Uh, despite the fact, Bubba Joe, we haven't hit the broadcast go live button in two weeks. We still had over 500 people in our live studio audience today. Thank you guys so very, I, very much. I really appreciate I it. I have a final I have a final thought, DJ. Uh, please, yeah. Go go for it. Hit, hit your final thought, Bubba Joe. What do you got, Bubba Joe? What is your final Welcome thought? back, DJ. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you, dude. I appreciate that. That was very kind of you. Uh, I appreciate it. And I, I'm really going to try to just, you know what? I think it's it's about knowing my limits. I was still trying to maintain four, and then I was doing zero, right? So if I cut it back and say, hey, listen, we did the show today. I'm going to try to do one this weekend. I might try to do a Twitch between now and then. But even like next week, probably not doing them. Well, I will do a Monday because the arc. I guess I might try to do a Tuesday, but I might. I don't know. Next week, next week's going to suck. I don't know what I'm going to do next week. We'll see. But I, I, I really think that if I don't try to do so much, then I'm not going to feel as overwhelmed about doing so much. You know what I'm saying? I have a, I, I have a path for you, DJ. What's that? I think uh, you should feed Oliver about 18 pounds of candy Monday night <laughs> so that he's sick all day on Tuesday. Oh so you can do the God. Tuesday show. What is wrong with you? <laughs> That's a brilliant idea. I love it. All right, I'm kidding. Right? <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, listen, we're going to bounce on out of here. For those of you hanging out on our live Twitch audience, uh, yeah, obviously, it's a terrible idea. Shame on you, Bubba Joe. Uh, for those of you hanging out in our live studio audience, we're going to go say hi to the Rev Deuce. In the meantime, for the rest of you on podcast form, thank you guys so very much. Visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com. TalkingTrekSTFC.com, where you can find links over to the merch store. We've got some merch going up there. I would love for you guys to go and check out some of the new stuff, maybe some of the hoodies and T-shirts. We've got uh, some new merch coming up for the spring and summertime that, uh, crazy enough, it's going to be time to start selling that stuff here before too long. So I really would appreciate you guys going doing that and checking out our YouTube. Very special thanks to Griffin, who has maintained our YouTube channel. By the way, did you guys appreciate and like those YouTube shorts that he did this month? Because I feel like those were great. Uh, even if I didn't have time to get something, he's using the channel and using the audience to relay information to you. It doesn't have to be me that reads it. I think it was absolutely phenomenal and amazing that Griffin did that. Did you guys like that? Do you want his guys? You guys want to keep seeing that? I hope that you do, because he just did that. He couldn't He couldn't reach me, and I was just like, man, do it. Do it. It's a great thing. Cottontail says, I think it was a great thing. Uh, absolutely. Ghost Rider says, loving it, Griffin. Thank you. Very special thank you. Thank you for taking the initiative on that. Um, yes, Divine. I watched it. They were great. 
So I really do appreciate everybody. Find links to our YouTube, our Twitch, and everything in between by visiting us at TalkingTrekSTFC.com. My name is Ultimate DJs. Bidding you farewell for now. Uh, what, what is it that I usually say, uh, Bubba Joe? I'm your friendly neighborhood cat person saying... Meow for now. God, see, it's meow how, for now. How long's it been since I haven't even done the uh, the sign off? Meow for now. Love you, mean it. Catch you on the next one. Good night, everybody. Peace. Be good. Yeah. Meow. <laughs>